0: <laughs> That's I, a good way to start I, I, <laughs> I am in trouble then
1: <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fast Day with Films what up? <laughs> Where you caught us into this engaging conversation <laughs> No about offense
0: to Waffle House but Waffle House is not <laughs> a choice It's a it's a <laughs> settlement oh, dude, They don't, don't have those up north oh, Do they, they, don't not? Know, they don't
1: have a lot of them up north really? Now
0: yeah. get. don't get me wrong, I liked the greasy diners up north <laughs> Like the Old Colony Diner was yeah. great They yeah. had corned beef hash But not the Waffle House It's
2: mm. just all right, so I'm going to tell, tell you the secret to Waffle House. Okay? <laughs> this is engaging stuff for our Keep driving puts. when you see
1: House. <laughs>
0: That's the secret. No. That is a good secret right there. No, the <laughs> secret is... is and, if, and don't be fooled by the Denny's
2: either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the secret is when you go to Waffle House, you tip the cook. Oh really? Yeah, you tip the cook, I, dude. I've gone. I, I've, I go to the. Before he cooks? No, no, no. After when you leave.
0: But they'll he'll, so you won't get any benefits from it the first time. <laughs> but but when next you, time. But when
2: yeah, you come yeah. back, but you're assuming you want to go to, to walkhouse yeah,
0: twice.
1: It's only benefits if you're a repeat customer, yeah. which I am. Okay,
2: so yeah, no, I, like I walked in there last night and. There were three servers there. They Great, were like norm. For yeah, curious. no, they literally like they were like, oh, he's my table. No, he's my table. No, he's my table. And the cooks like, it doesn't matter whose table it is. How you doing, bud? Come on in. Like the cook and I were having conversations. You know what Extra I mean? Extra hash
1: browns for <laughs> Justin. Yeah,
2: right. I tell you what. It, uh, to their chef's credit, mm-hmm. it's not
0: easy to cook when short order cook when oh, people shit. are looking. Looks plus they're yeah. cooking right in front of you. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. There's not yeah. uh, there's not that wall of um, yeah. separation between you and the client where yeah. you you know you drop his pork chop on the ground, <laughs> and you yeah. brush it off, they, and they like you do a slide down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make another pork chop. Yeah, uh, so yeah. I throw some more seasoning on it. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. So how was everyone's week? Anyone see any great movie? I know Justin saw a great movie this oh, week. Dude. Did you? Yeah, I saw. Man, it's it. the what one I need you? to show you. I really think you'll like it. Yeah, oh, no, he'll like
2: it. Um, Brightburn. Oh. So good, dude. God, dude. It's going to go you. on it's going to go on my 2019 list. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's a uh, die hard horror movie and you don't really expect it to be that much of a horror movie when you watch it. I mean, yeah. you're thinking, "Oh, you're going to see some fantasy type stuff because it's supposed to be evil." Evil like uh adolescent Superman. Basically, no. that's what it is. It gets fucking dark, it dude. It gets dark, dude. Yeah. And the scene I was talking about to you, the texting oh, with, in the car. Oh, yeah, oh, my dude. God, yeah dude. Yeah. Dude. yeah. Oh, ah, yeah, dude, it is insane. Like, uh, I did hear about that. Re- really crazy. And there's a scene in the woods with his dad. And there's yeah. just so many great scenes, and Even- it's, it's one after another.
2: Even and I'll just give this one away. Even the first scene with the girl where he decides like he's gonna use his powers, they're playing this like trust fall game, and this girl who he has like a crush (laughs) on lets him fall because he like showed up in her room one night, you know, and scared the shit out of her. That's pretty creepy. Yeah, and she's creepy. Yeah, no, and the the PE teacher's like, Well, help him up, and she's like, No, he's a pervert. And he's like, This is a team, you help your teammate, you know, and she reaches out, well, He just makes it so she can't help him up and then he just fucking crushes her hand and then just twists and breaks her fucking wrist. Like
1: even the scene with the uh, uh, when he f- is first figuring out his powers and he goes to the lawnmower the, lawnmower, the yeah. lawnmower is tipped on its side and it's still running and everything and you see his hand yeah. going towards it Ugh. and you're like holy crap yeah. dude and uh, yeah you, you don't go into it expecting it to be like high tension through the whole thing yeah. because once it's established you, you're on the edge of your seat and you're like you know horrible shit is going to happen yeah. at every turn you just don't know when it is and yeah. no
2: I, I really liked uh, so the good. whole thing from yeah.
1: the beginning to end And people forget James Gunn, how great he is with that type of stuff. Like I knew early on because I was a huge Slither fan, uh, of the stuff that he was capable of, and it was brilliant to, for him to be given the job for Guardians of the Galaxy, and now he's going to take on the third one. And he thankfully. said
2: he said that he's slated for those two, but like okay. after that, he's open to making another Brightburn. Yeah, so uh-huh. that, that would be great. man. Yeah.
1: yeah, that would be really good because it's. Uh, I'm glad he got his job back. Yeah, I'd, yeah, uh, you too. make a couple dumbass jokes when you're young, uh, uh, in your early age. You shouldn't follow you around. There's enough horrible people up there that you yeah. could. Uh, but he was a comedian over. too.
0: Right uh, he, at the time he was a comedic writer or something maybe where it wasn't just a celebrity making a bad pun or a bad joke mm-hmm. yeah because if jokes come back to burn you then Dave Chappelle is in trouble yeah oh yeah. well, that's <laughs>
1: the that's the thing too you know so yeah but we got some good movies coming out uh, me and Justin are gonna go see on Monday night we're gonna go see Three from Hell which uh, what's exciting about that is it's literally a month and a half before it comes out yeah. so we will be we will be that guy on IMDb when you go on IMDb and look at like the ratings you're like how does this person even see this movie right yet? yeah that will be us so my cousin's gonna be uber jealous because he is an unbelievably huge fan of that uber series jealous? uh yeah is that <laughs> where jealousy takes a, a ride share? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then next friday is uh next friday is last blood and i can't wait for oh, that because yeah. i don't know shit about it other no. than that first trailer no and they're not even playing the trailer on tv it's like it's not even coming out next Friday, even though it is. You know, I haven't – because we watch a bunch of TV, me and my girl, and I have not seen one trailer for
2: Well, you it. know, honestly, it's probably a lot cheaper to do a social media advertising campaign yep. than it is to do a national television advertising campaign.
1: Yeah, but if you got, like, with football all, all back now, yeah. you're, you're almost foolish because uh, the Joker is everywhere. I mean, they're showing yeah. that trailer on every sporting event and everything like that. So, <laughs> And uh, they've knocked down that rumor of it being connected with um, – the Pattinson uh, oh, with Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson oh really that, that again that's kind of what they, they knocked down yeah. people talking about that rumor. yeah yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> no no say, we're yeah.
2: not going to do that stop yeah. talking about that Yeah, you <laughs> lied to us yeah.
1: <laughs> a lot of people are excited about that because I mean it, it really looks like Taxi Driver meets Superhero movie you know mm-hmm. because he's very uh, uh, Travis Bickle uh kind of a character so it's gonna be interesting there's a bunch of good flicks coming out soon so yeah uh this has been a good year for movies yeah it's been a really good year it should be an easy 2019 review when we uh end up doing that so uh but today we're talking about the cornerstone of every great movie uh there's a lot of those elements that all come together and the composers are, are a huge one you know i've always been a fan of this and dave can uh can back me up here that I, when I was younger, I used to put, and I'm still doing it, uh, putting like <laughs> putting like a recording device next to the TV, and I would record the end theme of movies. Uh-huh. Uh, usually when the credits hit, and I would just listen to it in the car. Yeah, and I I love doing that. And Did Auntie Cheryl have? Did she have uh, score albums? She always had like comedy albums, and she had comedy albums. I don't think she had score albums. I never knew anyone that had a lot of score albums except for myself. Growing up, I really was always into it, and not that I wasn't a fan of soundtracks in general that had those specific songs on it. But man, I—it's always I was telling Dave earlier the the way scores are, and I have a lot now. I have LPs. I've kind of got into the
0: LPs, and uh, a lot of these well, artists we're talking about first here. one on your first person first one on your list. Uh. The, that is an iconic – I remember going to record stores and seeing that mixed in with records like it was just another record.
1: Yeah, we should uh, – and I – who's your favorite person on this list of, of all the – because we got 10 composers here. and We're going to go through some of their biggest movies and we're going to talk about some of the big scenes that the music really kind of affected
0: us. Uh, I, I almost have to break that down into different categories. I have to break it down into music I enjoyed the most yeah, because I love all these music guys. That moved me the most. Yeah, because I was because telling all the times move- yeah,
1: that uh, that almost the only thing that could kind of give me goosebumps or choke me up is music, and mm-hmm. it will happen during a trailer. Yeah, my my girls like. It's like, man, that trailer really affected you. I, I'm showing him my arm. And yeah. th- I hear certain things from, like, uh,
0: Ghostbusters or Back to the Future. The first boom, goosebumps The first time I saw
2: the new uh, Star Wars trailer. Yeah. You know, I yeah. was just like... well,
0: the, I mean, and I don't want to jump right into that movie, but from the very first note of that movie, and any theater I've ever seen, the I saw the second and the third one. In right the before theater, the crawl? Just like that, boom. Yeah, yeah. Everybody in the audience is... Usually just busts out. Yeah, and yeah like woo Yeah, that's <laughs> nostalgia in like a yeah, in kind of a you, note. You know, yeah, it, one note. Yeah, you just hear that one note.
2: I saw something recently that um, was talking about how like music that gives people goosebumps yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And I I thought that it happened to everybody, but apparently that no, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. My like, girl it,
1: was in band for so long, and she d- it doesn't happen to her. Yeah, I, no. I
2: I don't know, but they said that it's like the, there's a different um, like wiring of the brain. Does that, that anywhere better? I think he, we're, he, I'm going to say he, yes. I'm going to say yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but uh, without a doubt, my favorite composer on this list is that first guy, uh, James Horner. Mm. Uh, you, put him, is, you put him first, is, though. Yeah, uh, that was just a. He couldn't wait. It was randomly. I mean, yeah, there, but. Uh, I, it was I randomly put first. Him. he has. And, and it's He's true. He's never done a bad score. <laughs> no, and a lot of Ever. these people are like that, too, but I went through and I. On YouTube, you can pull up these composers. You can either watch them in front of the live orchestra, or you can pick up a compilation of their stuff. And I pulled up like a compilation of James Horner and his greatest hits. And if you listen to them one after another, you can really tell the similar elements from each of them on there. That this guy is that kind of way. My my girl really should be on this pod because she used to be in band, and she is way. And Dave is probably like this too where she can listen to it and be like, that's a French horn, that's a clarinet, yeah. that's uh-huh. the oboe, yeah. right. that's this and that. I was like, I can't do that, man. Yeah. I-, I cannot do that. I was yeah. like, I can tell you what I like about it, and yeah. you can tell me what instrument I, I like. can do that. I but- can give you... All and we should talk a little work. bit about Dave here because Dave is, <laughs> Dave is very musically inclined. He's been a band's uh, half the his life. And Frozen Cobra? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cobra does our intro music. Yeah, people yeah don't, a right. lot of people don't realize it. We don't talk about that a lot. But uh, the intro that you hear at the beginning here uh, is, uh, is Dave's old band, one of his last ones that he had done. Yep. And uh, he did the score for all of our movies. Except and, for the first one. Uh, except for the first one, yep. And that was a guy that we hired. Which then. was
0: weird because... He wrote that with no direction, and yeah. then you cut it, <laughs> <laughs> and he's not – you're not – you have no music formal – music training. No. I can tell – But you cut it well enough. Yeah.
1: I, I'm good enough where I can tell what I like, and uh, I'm not like uh, – I remember back in the day you were – I've always been an artist in the way of like writing and doing movies and stuff like that, and I used to draw back in the uh, day, but the only thing I hadn't really done was music, and I remember Dave – uh, has always been in the music and trying to teach me. We, we had always, if we didn't have as much going on back in the day, I'm sure you could have te- taught me and everything. But I remember you teaching me little simple stuff, and I remember you comparing it to your your girlfriend back at the time, that Kelly. And you were like, she was tone deaf as shit, I yeah. used to tell me. And you were like, you could, you've already learned more than what she was able to do her entire life. <laughs> the
0: funny thing is, is like, she got me into music, yeah, which is weird. She, well, huh. she, and, and, and dad was part of it. Yeah, I went to see dad after he got divorced he was living he had left one of his wives and got separated he was living in a trailer with a bartender named David huh. and I, Kelly and I went over and he had a guitar and an amplifier huh. and Kelly's like oh I really want to start le- learning how to play and he's like He's like, I'll sell you both for 100 bucks right now. So <laughs> she took it, and she was terrible. <laughs> now, this is, well, this was her mindset. She got a teacher, and the first song she wanted to learn was Running With The Devil, the guitar solo, Running With The Devil. Kind of a, you know, probably like, shouldn't start with an Eddie yeah, Van the, Halen. It's like then. Mozart. Yeah, yeah the, right.
2: the first song I ever learned, and like only start one I know. D- Purple, is Deep Purple, man. Or is is like, ACDC. You yeah, know, or, I learned or the Ode to Joy. Like... <laughs> <laughs> It's the only song on guitar I know. (laughs) uh, Anyways, I I
0: took over the she. Gave it up, mm-hmm. and then because one day I sat for four hours and learned a bunch of stuff she was trying to learn, uh-huh. and she took her months, yeah. and I just did it in a few hours, and yeah. she was like, and <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. The <laughs> stuff that came up for our movies was great. I, some of the best stuff
1: in our movies was the music you did for, like, I, I was going to say Silent Dove and, uh, and Project Threshold, for sure, were, were two of the best things you did, but I loved everything you did in Botched. Botched. Botched was really fun because you, you really... Uh, did some weird. Yeah. I don't even have. Well, here's to read the here's the, w- the difference.
0: It. I didn't. I I played. I played piano, eight years before I ever picked a guitar. up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some so, people just have it. You know, you can just pick up any instrument. You were always like that, and, and so could, learning the guitar was more about the mechanics of where your fingers need to go compared to learning how to play music. I already knew how to play music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I always was fascinated with the keyboard, and that's pretty much the foundation of. If you can't hire an orchestra, yeah. You have to use a keyboard to do that. And the programs they make now, where you plug your keyboard into the computer, and the computer has all the modulations for the sounds, I hit one note, and it plays somebody playing a violin. Not a computerized version of the violin. It plays somebody playing a violin, and Mm -hmm. however... You, If you hold it, it, it draws it out. Right. If you tap it, it goes that staccato, that dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And uh, and we have, there's an, there's an artist on here that does all his stuff on the keyboards, and it really friggin' works. You can uh, do it all on the keyboard nowadays. Yeah, that top right guy here, yeah. we'll, which we'll get to, I mean, he... he he does it all on the keyboard, and he does it over, yeah. he can pump it out over five days, and for some reason it just really works, and he's got a certain style. And, that
0: and one thing that you're going to notice with all these people, and I tried to emulate, and I didn't try to emulate any one specific, but the key to writing a good score is to cue the listener with some kind of theme that you can bring in and bring out uh-huh. over yeah. time in the movie, whereas when the movie, when they hear that note, they're yeah. like, oh, shit. Right, that minor key comes yep. in, and people are like some shit's gonna go well, down yeah, here. When, when you think the uh, the the bottom uh, middle guy here on that, and first page, I'll talk about that a lot.
1: If I you
2: mean, want to start right uh, in with some of these
0: yeah, first yeah. guy stuff? I can point to where I, it's like, oh, when that note came out, that's like
2: so you know, ravenous is a good example oh. of that. Ravendous Don't get me is started great. on ravenous. <laughs> <laughs> ravenous
0: has a weird time signature uh-huh. it's that dun 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 dink ding dink ding-, ding. normally everything's are one two three four yeah one two th- yeah where this is one two three one two three one two three, right one, yeah two. it's like a waltz so. yeah but Interesting. it's offsetting to it's you unsettling used, and it's supposed to he be he uses you know? notes that don't go well together mm-hmm. they great kind of gr- it's like a grating noise like chalk choc- yeah. fingers
2: on a chalk choc- right yeah absolutely
0: but it's fascinating too yeah there's and there's
1: several people on this that kind of use specific themes for like a killer, and you don't have to show the killer if you play that theme. You know, he's really a genius at it. Yeah, <laughs> he's really good in that bottom guy in the middle. I mean, it,
0: it's and really, then the guy really on good. the they're second like, goes to like the bottom they're left. Like, S- S- <laughs> they're like, say <laughs> yeah, we'll All right, let's start right off. So yeah, uh, <laughs> this pod just for them. Yeah, I
2: know, right. Because <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. All right,
1: so James Horner is going to be our first guy, and he's done a hundred, and he's got 163 credits on IMDb. And when we get to, and he's obviously my favorite on the list. And when we get to your guys' favorite, you can just point him out and tell uh, who you like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, the first guy is my uh, my wife's favorite artist because. She, she, she doesn't bought, know. She doesn't Diger know movies, it? but she <laughs> absolutely loves. She's in her opinion, there is no better score than the Braveheart score. Oh, really? She, oh, can't, wow. she can't even tell you one thing about that movie, but mm. she can tell you about the. Music. She does know. it's about uh, Balls, right? What's that? She knows it. No, you know, she didn't know no? any of that shit about this okay. history and movies are not her, her things. <laughs> <laughs> she's a science and English girl, so uh, it's not her kind of uh, jam. But James Horner, for my money, is. Absolutely incredible. I cannot stress how much I love the Star Trek II, the Aliens, and the Krull uh, theme song. I'm trying to so think of the Krull good,
2: theme song. I just I can't so, think of man, it. So like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like like
0: really, really, really good. good. String intense. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a fantasy movie. Yeah. Right. Which lends good to a big orchestra. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it does. Uh, I never really thought about that, but it does. just all
0: the elements to create, because, I mean... You, if you if you if you have big on the screen,
2: you want big you want music, big promoting yeah.
0: right. what's on the screen. It's yeah. all about how to how to play on what's showing and make know, it better. You and, know, enhance it, enhance yes. what it is. I know? guarantee, if you take your favorite scene from a music standpoint, mm. pick a favorite scene in your mind. I guarantee, if you listen to it with no sound, yeah, oh yeah you're either going to try to hum the song in your head Mm -hmm. as it's playing, just so Or it's just not going to affect you. it's not going to affect you.
2: There's
1: been several cases, and there's several on here that we could mention, where they tried, and I don't know why they even bothered doing this, but they tried to show, like, the producers the movie without the music, Mm -hmm. and they were like, this just isn't scary, man. I mean, this just
0: isn't... Exclusively, and this is kind of why I enjoy doing the stuff for us because to me doing horror movies yeah and that's a horror movie thing yeah if you don't have the right music for a horror movie you are fucked (laughs) yeah Yeah. it doesn't make as much difference but But if you're a
1: director too you have that in your head that all right I'll, i'll cut it this or even an editor probably even more so is that you have to in your head, you got to realize that if
0: it's good without the music, it's going to be that much better with the music. Yeah, you know because yeah. it does step it up to the next level. And it's it's weird too because I it took I did 600 hours for that project threshold. Yeah, uh, oh, music Jesus, for 600 hours. That's insane. Yep. The sound design was a whole was different 450 thing. hours. But I almost can't. I, if I was to do another movie, those are the two things that I'd want to do yeah. on the movie. More than anything else, because you can kind of do it in a quiet space. Mm-hmm. But I almost can't see n- not doing the sound design if I'm doing the music, because I'd yeah, be afraid someone's going to come in and step on all the moments yeah. that I don't want. Them to <laughs> step and it's not—it's not, it's almost never done by the same person. It, never. <laughs> yeah, it, these composers come in at the end and they just play that. That's movie probably up there what he and... does. The sound design happens first. I actually did the music first. Yeah, just to get over the raw audio just to get a feel for how I wanted uh-huh. to design this Yeah, and it's
1: it's interesting how people work like that type of thing. One major composer we don't have on this list and there's a reason for that is uh, Danny Elfman and the reason is we just did the Tim Burton pod so it would be like doing a Tim Burton pod again because he that's what he does but I just got done listening to a podcast uh, like a month ago or so that Kevin Smith did with his uh, his producing partner uh, Scotty Mosier who did uh, most of his early stuff and now Scotty got a little bit bigger and did Scotty the, Don't yeah Scotty <laughs> Don't so he just got finished with The Grinch The Grinch that came out last year mm. uh, Scott Mosier directed uh, co-directed with somebody but he talks about him going to England and sitting in and watching Danny Elfman do the music Mm. and it's just got to be some amazing thing just sit back and watch somebody with an orchestra pull that shit off especially because
0: he's there there are composers like but there's a big difference between a a John Williams and a John Carpenter Yeah, Mm. yeah John Carpenter puts music together that's great whereas John Williams could go to the Boston Pops yeah and sit in as a guest orchestra, fill yeah, them with, with all or, the hand yeah. movements and all the the gusto. And it, mm-hmm. have, you, have you ever been to a live? orchestral no. concert no and it's a it's a thing
1: now too like uh, uh my friend uh sarah and Lindsay, they went to see one of the harry potter movies while the oh, orchestra yeah, yeah. was playing mm-hmm. and that's a big thing you got to go to like jacksonville orlando to see it i, I, wish think, they'd bobby it here. I think bobby went i think he did could... one too
2: i think so i think so, in the last couple weeks my girl of weeks. would be all about that because oh, be, she would that'd be awesome they just play it in
1: the background you see you see the orchestra in front you see the movie in the back and it's just amazing
0: to be able to watch one of my that. favorites you don't even have on here Oh yeah. Well, you can mention it. Go ahead. Um, I don't even know who it is, but the guy that did uh, the first born identity. First, you'd have to look it up and check up who
1: composed the first born identity. So let's talk a little. Let's talk a little James Horner here. We can list some of his movies here, and he is one, arguably, the one he won for an Oscar. It wasn't my favorite movie, so it was obviously not my favorite score. Which it was one? Uh, the one with the asterisk. There is oh, uh, yeah, Titanic. Yeah. So uh, almost all of these guys, or a good amount of these guys, have won Oscars for their stuff, and some of these guys have not, which unbelievably uh, is 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 wrong because they certainly deserve it. Uh, who's the composer? John Powell. John Powell. See, I've never even heard of him. Then that what, sucks because it's this? one of these unsung heroes. Does he have
0: one of those known
2: for um, things. Probably The born Identity.
0: I'm trying well, to look to, it up right now. And Not to get off on too much of a tangent, but think of all the great uh, si- uh, band members that have gone on to be great composers. Yeah. What's his name Nine um, Inch Nails. from The Police? Nine Inch Nails, too. Yeah, uh, Stuart
1: Copeland. Stu he Copeland does a lot. He's done a bunch. He does a bunch. Um, Moby. Moby has done a bunch. The yeah, the guy from uh Trent, Trent Reznor. Great. Trent Reznor took it uh, that, to a next level the because him and Fincher, Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, Fincher loves him. It's and great. Fincher oh. is it, it's, And
0: Fincher is one of my favorite directors yeah. and Trent Reznor is one of my favorite I wouldn't call him my favorite band but I love everything he does. He has yeah. such a great musical sense. We
1: there was a um That's
0: tangent. It, seven. It's
1: great when <laughs> and, and you think about it, it's really great when directors pair well with a lot of these composers and very similar to like Steven Spielberg. You think Steven Spielberg, you automatically think John Williams. Yeah. It like was, if he didn't
0: do the music, I think they were like had a, with James had a Horner. Fight or something.
1: <laughs> I mean, James <laughs> Horner. You think uh, Cameron because Titanic, Avatar, Aliens. Those were all Cameron movies. He mm-hmm. didn't do uh, Terminator. It was. It's interesting that he didn't. do But Terminator. it was a different
0: field, and he probably was comfortable it is. With doing it.
1: Uh, so what about just list the movies here and then we talk about uh, kind of scenes that really kind of paired well with the music here. So the ones we have are James Horner and... Like I said, a lot of these guys, some of these guys have 500 kind of credits on them. So I just kind of picked a, like 12 that I thought And we're going to go through every <laughs> single Starting one of them. <laughs> So with James Horner, we got Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan, 48 Hours, Krull, Aliens, Willow, Red Heat, Glory, Braveheart, Apollo 13, Jumanji, Titanic, which you won the Oscar for, and Avatar. Yeah. I mean, phenomenal movies. What would your Of all these movies on here, what one do you think musically really hits you
2: um i you know i think for me it would have to either be glory or avatar yeah um, glory
1: for sure you know you think of that
0: those uh, battle scenes those battle and scenes stuff and like the that, stuff that he's like... pulled off on there how about you dave aliens and i want to say apollo 13 uh, although apollo 13 so was though. subtle yeah like it, it was a very downplayed score but God, you were highlighting a, a lot of stuff of that. that's not going on, yeah. and but there was a lot of drama mm. in that movie. Yeah,
2: yeah. see, to me, it's interesting, because I know that we have previously done the soundtrack pod. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to me, like, I keep looking at all of these and thinking, like, oh, what songs were in this? Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? No, it's, yeah. it's the theme, yeah. you know? So it's interesting to, it's to the like, separate thing. them. It's the underlying thing. Like,
1: when I think uh, Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan and aliens are two of my favorite from james horner and i both i have on lp and i listen to regularly and uh same with john carpenter i listen to uh, john carpenter's themes when i write a lot of the times but with aliens the scene i think of the most is where where ridley has to take over and drive that vehicle in to save them and it's really kicking and kicking and kicking you think that scene it just is goosebumps the entire time that scene really really makes it for me uh similar with 48 hours coming you know? in the
0: room when he when when bill paxton's got the got the uh meter oh yeah, oh, yeah. When, yeah. five meters out yeah ten yeah. meters out three meters that's in the room that yeah. music yeah. that was oh and he's
1: it's very similar when they're going down the tunnels yeah. and they they're turning and shooting and they're trying to get there that, that music from for my money aliens might be the best james horner theme for me but uh, you think that final scene in Star Trek Two, where where Khan has got to like reach up and uh, mm-hmm. activate that uh, <laughs> that Genesis torpedo <laughs> and everything, it's just such a great, great theme. And I, like I said, my girl loves Braveheart. Uh, yeah, I can, I I can barely say, remember one, Braveheart because I haven't seen it. But
2: in so But at the long. same time, I mean, I remember it being like very, you know, full of bagpipes yeah. and like epically, you know just it's just yeah. that powerful music like I, I, I,
1: 48 I, hours too on here is a <laughs> is a key one that has that kind of old western type of theme to it that Hmm. kind of really pairs well with it i even more so and i don't have it listed on james horner so it must have been a different uh composer did it but another 48 hours really took what james horner did in 48 hours and took it to the next level to give it that really really gritty gritty feel Uh, arguably i like the another 48 hours theme even more so but you really have to credit james horner for setting the standard another one that goes under the radar a lot is willow when you think willow uh uh, at the end, that I don't even want to try it, but yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> Willow, when you think of it, I sound like he's uh, g- like he gonna go into the police I know, I know. Deep. I still got that in my head <laughs> for the last one. <laughs> but Willow, when you think Val Kilmer in uh, busting out his I don't his, remember uh, Willow as much oh, as I so should. good, man. Yeah, you gotta rewatch Willow, man. It was a great movie. Oh, we didn't even mention uh, the, the movie, movie we watched t- yesterday. We should uh, take a second to mention. we. Uh, Dave was which introduced to Train Spawning 2, which yeah, yeah, had yeah. some great music in oh, it, man. Yep. Really great. How fabulous a movie that was, man. Was have you great. seen the, train the I have The first one? Man, you really need... That's a classic, man. You should definitely check it out. Uh, heroin
2: movies, man. It's, I just yeah, don't watch it's, them. Yeah, but it's
1: so much more than that. It's not your normal heroin movie.
0: Well, the, the number two was very little about
1: here. Yeah, very little. It was just about them reconnecting yeah. because of what was happened at the end. Movie of, more than yeah, it was it really was kind of a revenge movie of what happened at the end. But to be able to see Robert Kyle Isle go next level on it and everything, but the music was really well done and Danny Boyle is one of those actor or directors that has a certain kind of theme and kind of ideas through them all. I mean his his uh the composing of the 28 Days
2: Later was Yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh, that's a great
1: one. Yeah. And even like uh, later stuff like uh, Slumdog slum dog millionaire and everything it's you People do not give enough credit to these people that uh, that score these films and I love it man I love uh, all these but Jumanji Jumanji's another one that has really high level these are high level action kind of epic movies with that takes a certain type of composer to be able to do it you know you wouldn't really uh, John Carpenter wouldn't even I mean he's not doing anything besides his own stuff anyways but now he's touring like and he's going yeah. across the country and it's just him and a couple of his uh uh is other band members that just go up there and I don't know if they're playing the movie uh, in the background. Halloween, Halloween theme, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well now don't he's get getting credit he redid that uh Halloween film don't, don't. for the uh, for the new Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> he went and re kind of uh, uh remastered it. it and remixed it and everything We're getting ahead of ourselves and they've uh yeah <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry sorry. <laughs> All right, let's move to let's go down here and we'll uh we'll go, go down, down. Oh. let's go up and down. Uh, <laughs> This next guy here, and he is amazing, and is specifically one movie that I think we probably all like, but there's. He's also famous for a lot of the movies, the modern movies that Justin's a huge fan. I didn't list them all, but uh-huh. he, This guy's a goosebump guy. Yeah, and this is Alan Sir, uh, uh, Silvestri, and. Usually, if I got to mention Alan Silvestri, the best movie to mention to him is Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And man, that's a goosebump driven movie if there ever one was one. It's, I actually, uh, oh, yeah. But the Avengers, all the
2: Marvel movies. I was, was going to say, I actually wake up to the Avengers theme yep. on my alone. He did Endgame.
1: I didn't list them all here because I just put the Avengers, but he did Infinity Wars. He did Endgame. Yeah. And I mean, those are some complex kind of stuff. Oh, he yeah, has to absolutely, do, man. dude. This guy's really, really good. And. Just by looking at, very similar to a lot of these guys who are tied to a director, I see a lot of Zemeckis movies on here: *Romancing the Stone*, *Back to the Future*, *Castaway*, uh, *Forrest Gump*. Those are all Robert Zemeckis. So oh, wow. Robert Zemeckis obviously has kind of pinned his cart to Alan uh, Silvestri. I mean, but *Back to the Future* alone. Oh, God, man, you could you could finish and retire right after that, and you've oh yeah you've put your stamp on something major,
2: man. Yeah. *Predator*. Predators, oh my God. Yeah. Do, 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 see, do, he, do. He's a lot better
0: at it. <laughs> everything I tried is gonna come up. <laughs> <the category.
3: Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't predator. Too. No,
2: that was Alien vs. Predator.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: let me go down the list, and then we'll talk some of these. Oh, I would du,
2: du, du, pay. Du, 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 du. I would pay to see that movie. Go
1: You're going to the jungle now. Mr. <laughs> move it move it <laughs> awesome uh so let me talk about the uh, let's go down the list and we can talk about we can pinpoint some of these so we got romance and i'll put them in order that they came up. Uh romancing the stone back to the future summer rental predator the abyss bodyguard forrest gump judge dread castaway night at the museum the avengers movies
0: and uh, ready player one i i like i like movies that have good scores and good soundtracks yeah like, the Forrest Gump was great. Oh, Forrest yeah. Gump
1: was the one that paired well, and that, that's a good
0: example of uh, I feel when like you do both, you know? Because they have like to complement might... each other. There's they no do. way you can... You don't you wouldn't do, like, fantasy, like, complete fantasy music to back up Forrest Gump with all its <laughs> 70s rom- yeah, Yeah. And, stuff. and it's yeah. weird. I mean,
1: and you don't know what... I mean, you could probably speak for this because you've actually done scores before of what
0: you watch the film and what you think of when you think, all right, what would pair well with this? I, a great example of that was the was the the, uh, the reggae music I played for John uh, walking in silent dove on the beach. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's different <laughs> it's, than everything else, but it works like a motherfucker. It, you know, it, his stumbling around on the beach. Like I wanted to add, it wasn't a comedy, but I wanted some sort of just like funny funny music to it. Yeah, and
1: and, uh, and it's interesting with a lot of these guys and Alan serviceries he got his one on here too that. You you see a list of movies they've done, and there's always one of them that you're like, really, he did that? And I summer rental would probably be the one on this list because you're like summer rental. I said, I can't even think
0: of something on summer rental that uh, I think what happened was me neither. He got hired. He said yes to that job before he finished Back to the Future yeah, it could have it been because right. it was both and, 1985 yeah. Yeah. he was like god I could have got more money uh, <laughs> I could have got more money for that and yeah. I'd have gone, like, if I had known the fans l- like my music so much on Back to yeah. the Future I'd have gone in that direction is right. Back to the Future your favorite thing that Alan's done here uh, as far as it, the Abyss is great ah, the, the, music so good, the, Abyss. Um, the music for the Abyss I loved it music for the Abyss music for
1: Castaway yeah, and that's a difficult great. one. You know, you don't think of uh, uh, castaways because you got no music in that one other yeah. than the score. Right. And you got score and you got music design and that's but a, a
0: sound design. Yeah. I mean, for you, you have to do a lot to support yeah. a cast of one. It's
1: hard for me not to pick Back to the Future. And he did yeah. all three of them, too. It's not just the first one here. And that was one that he – once you do the first one, it's got to be easy. But you think about what he tweaked for number three. Uh, Because number two, it it was very similar to number one, you know? But three is where he kind of added a whole lot of elements doing that
0: Western thing. Yeah. Uh, And I can think of it in my head. And the cool thing is, is in some stuff you don't even pick up on. Like, when they run a different theme out, Mm -hmm. if you listen close enough, you'll hear Marty's theme in that other theme. Right. But really either drawn out. So your brain hears it, but you don't hear it. Right. It's really psychological. I mean, yeah. writing music for movies is all about psychology. What do I want that person to feel in this moment?
1: Right. We also take advantage of the fact that we're huge movie fans, and we've made movies before, and we've been behind the scenes. I think the average moviegoer, it's, just, it's so kind of s- subconscious that oh, they yeah, don't even yeah. think about it. They don't even think of... Who designed this, or how? What went into constructing yeah. that uh, amazing thing? Big how exactly. about you, Justin? What's your favorite kind of theme for Alan uh, Oh man, Silvestri?
2: Um, You know, honestly, if it's just theme, it's either Avengers, obviously, or Predator. Uh, I, I've always yeah, loved that, the Predator. That Predator theme. is a like, really good it's one. It's so yeah. good, man. And but they only do it in the first one. I, I like. I think that they should have carried that through as the Predator theme, but. Then also, they do it number two. No, um, not as much, huh? But also, in number two, number one was very military, like jungle, you know, stuff like that, and it fit really well. It's one of
1: those things you play three seconds of that predator theme, you know what it is, absolutely, you know, and you kind of can attribute it to it to what he's kind of accomplished here. I don't think I could pinpoint like the bodyguard i'm sure it was a phenomenal theme that he did but
2: yeah i just remember the the soundtrack for that because it was all whitney houston and i uh, you know i yeah. will always love you and yeah see like that's that, kind of so.
1: overshadows it the same with titanic you know you you, you think that stupid celine dion yeah. song kind of overshadows that but you also got similar people on here that are that are specifically really good at sci-fi movies and then some that can do those kind of like when you think James – going back to James Horner, I mean all half of those movies are all sci-fi movies. But then you throw Titanic in there and he won the Oscar for it. So who the hell knows? How the hell Alan Silvestri did not win the Oscar for Back to the Future? I'm not sure who won the Oscar for the best composer of 1985. Producer? Producer? <laughs> <laughs> who who was it now what? Yeah, who won the Oscar for best uh, – com- uh, Original score in 1985 because the fact that it wasn't Back to the Future is like a shame. It's probably out of Africa, something like that. A lot of times the Oscar goes to those really epic, like like Lawrence of Arabia, purple. or it could be something like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I'm wondering if it was uh, anyone else on this list. Here a that... Passage
2: to India. Yeah,
1: see, it's yeah. it's kind of something like that that you don't even think of. Uh, Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd had an awesome, awesome theme song. Also, you think of the Night of the Museums, man. The Night of the Museums were great, great movies, man, that had that great theme song going throughout.
2: So just to jump back real quick, it says on IMDb that uh, James Horner did another 48 hours. Oh, he did? Okay.
1: I just probably didn't put it on there because I already had 48 hours Mm -hmm. on there, so that's great. (laughs) So he, he really did... Help connect, connect, connect yeah, well, yeah. He yeah. did <laughs> connect those costs. It's also very interesting for Alan uh, Silvestri that he uh, that he did Ray Player one, the Steven Spielberg movie, because we know who Spielberg's go to is, and it, it's he was busy. He must have been busy. I mean, I would think these guys are booked up like like crazy for years i know uh williams said he's not doing another star wars movie that this last one he did was going to be the last star wars movie he did hmm. uh, the one that, that comes you. out uh the one that comes out in december the number eight or yeah. whatever it is nine nine uh so it'll be interesting to see man but yeah alan silvestri man he's really great and it, it's interesting i put the pictures of all 10 of these guys up on facebook and you know even myself that I could probably only tell you who six out of the ten are. The those faces they don't get shown a lot. They're the unsung heroes that they could walk down the street. Some say that's probably the best. Yeah. a lot of yeah. these celebrities who can't go anywhere. Still hell keys. yeah. Yeah, I mean, because who, how many people are going to recognize Alan Silvestri? Maybe in Hollywood when he's walking down the street, but I he mean, can go anywhere. And I can enjoy tell his life. you.
2: I can tell you confidently. We have ten people on this list. If it was Two. me, what? I'm, oh, oh, I was going to say if it was me and these 10 people sitting in a room, I would have no idea who any of them are because really? I don't know what the, any of them yeah. look like. I know who they are, but I don't know what any of Two. them look like.
1: Two I could pull out. Re- easily? Easily. Oh, man. See, there's a lot. Most of these I can pull out. I know John Williams
0: and John Carpenter.
1: Yeah. There's the only one that I probably couldn't immediately tell you who is on that second page on the right, on the top. Him, I couldn't tell you if I saw his face mm-hmm. who he was. Other than that, all these guys I know because I've just seen them win awards before. I've seen them on award shows. A lot of them I've seen kind of do their stuff in front of an orchestra. Alright, let's move to the uh, that uh, next guy there on the top on that first page. and uh, We should mention Alan Silvestri has 126 credits and it's, if you look under their stuff, it's not just uh, Composer. He has a lot of different credits that aren't uh, that <coughs> music design and uh, that type of
0: stuff. But He was a lot of movies in our childhood, this guy.
1: Hans Zimmer, 205 yeah. movies, man. Hans Zimmer is really great. And it's weird that the ones, so far at least, the ones that have won the Oscars are not even nearly my favorite movies. Because Hans Zimmer won the Oscar for The Lion King another movie that was probably really difficult because it had that kind of African the- underlining theme that had to be uh, part of it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they redesigned or they used him for the new one. Uh, it would be weird uh, to pick somebody else. Uh, there's also, we should mention, a lot of these guys aren't with us anymore. Uh, James Horner's gone. Uh, he, he's de- he's dead. and There's a, a few other people on here that have uh, kind of died really young but put together a huge body of work. All right, so for Hans Zimmer, let's just go down his list here. So we've got Rain Man, Twister, Black Rain, Days of Thunder, Backdraft, The Lion King, The Rock, The Thin Red Line, Gladiator, Black Hawk Down, The Dark Knight, uh, and Inception. And you think of directors just looking at that how the repeat directors that he has the one that stands out to me is Ridley Scott because Ridley Scott did Black Rain, he did uh, Gladiator, Black Black Hawk Down those were all uh, Ridley Scott but those last two were Christopher Nolan Mm -hmm. um, who else, the repeat ones uh, Ridley Scott's brother did Days of Thunder uh, so that was his kind of uh, Tony Scott did Days of Thunder so uh, maybe he recommended him uh, so when you think Hans Zimmer, who are you thinking, Dave? What, what movie
0: comes to your brain first of the ones on this um, list?
1: Or your favorite. Your favorite.
0: It probably comes to mind the f- easiest to me when I think him. But one of my favorites was The Thin Red Line. Yeah, Thin Red Line, man. And that was a little uh, kind slow, of uh, slow and underpinned. Yeah. It, it, like, it's funny because this goes into the sound design again, but the wind in that movie played a lot yeah in the sound design but the music kind of like wrapped itself around when they were cuz half the movie they were hunkered down yeah they were hunkered down it's so, a slow ass movie that most people don't appreciate as, as appreciate Film as much it's one as they of the do, most beautifully filmed movies absolutely. of all time i think
1: really really good it's one of those war movies that a lot of people overlook and they really shouldn't because it was really amazing how about you Justin? what movie goes to you
2: probably the dark knight really yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: and it looked i got it with uh howard i think he did uh i think he shared this with uh I put Howard there. I should have put the whole name because I'm wondering if that's Howard Shore that he shared it with because he he co-did it with somebody else. um, But it
2: does say on IMDb that Hans Zimmer did the Lion King 2019 as well. Oh, he did? Good.
1: It makes sense. I mean, he's around and he's alive to do it. So one of the movies that I immediately go to is The Rock. The Rock had a really great theme to it. And I specifically go to the scene at the end where the 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 jets are coming in. in That's... And Nicholas Cage drops to his knees, and he's got the green smoke and everything. It's I feel like powerful. a lot
2: of these like powerful moments that we go through on here are those like slow mo scenes with the heavy orchestra in oh, the yeah. background, mm-hmm. like you know, just those like you're always going to remember that scene. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it's interesting how they do that.
0: Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder is good. It's, it's one of those soundtrack action movies too. Yeah. that paired well with. But for the race car movies, like I don't even give a crap about
1: race car movies but yeah. I loved that movie yeah. some movie. it's got to be interesting too for a composer when you think Hans Zimmer is a good example here when you're doing a movie like Black Rain or you're doing The Lion King you have that underlining like if you do Black Rain you have to add a lot of the Japanese mm-hmm. kind, yeah. of, kind of yeah. sounds that you think of when you think of Japan and yeah. similar with The Lion yeah. King you got to have with, those African uh, probably yeah. why uh,
0: your girl likes uh, Braveheart yeah, so
1: I mean you got to go with the Scottish, Scottish kind of theme. the Scottish themes uh, yeah. and things that they bring in there like that.
2: Speaking of uh, Days of Thunder, side note, I have a feeling you're going to love Ford versus Ferrari. Ah, oh,
1: that Ford versus Ferrari. I showed you the trailer once. With yeah,
2: Matt Damon, with Matt Damon and Christian Bale. They're well, already. I like.
1: Both they're already movies, saying so. that
0: those two are going to be up for uh, Academy Awards.
2: That looks really, it good. looks really good. Yeah.
0: I don't dislike car movies. I just th- like. Yeah, just well, not like I'm not Furious I'm not a r- racing fan. Oh yeah, yeah you yeah, watch yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Tokyo Drifts. No. I'd yeah. watch it, but I just haven't had a chance. The one to. that just I did like, I liked the one where they stole all the cars. Gone 60 seconds. Yeah, yeah that's a I good idea. one. Yeah, that was a really good
1: one. Uh yeah, when <laughs> I think of these the Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> But you think Black Hawk Down too? That's another one yeah. that's just heavy war movie, and that Somalian one's got has got a yeah, the all Somalian the, 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 all the chanting and stuff. That's a good example. You know, a lot of these guys, it mean, really you bring that, to, that in. Almost. Hans Zimmer might be the best at that when we when we're looking through here of the ones that
0: bring kind of the sounds of a different country and, into it and, and, and iconic instruments like the pan flute. Yeah, is a lot, yeah. comes in in a lot of movies that are in like Vietnam and China. Yeah. So that because that instrument is really instrument, it, it's instrumental. That yeah. instrument is instrumental <laughs> in their in their music world it's on a lot of songs, just like gongs and bells and yeah. stuff. It's
1: it's great, man, and he he did a great job with that. All right, this next guy, and this is probably the godfather of all, uh, even though he did not do The Godfather. Dun, dun. <laughs> and that's, it's also the dun, best dun, example dun, dun, dun. of... Uh, <laughs> 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 all right, I won't do it again. Yeah. I promise. Oh, I can't dude. get it my head out of my head. <laughs> uh, is the great John Williams, man. I don't know how many times, just on this list we have, uh, he's won the Oscar for Jaws, Star Wars, E.T., and uh, I couldn't even tell you how many times he's been nominated. The, the nominations, if you looked up John Williams' nomin- Oscar-nominated yeah. things, he's every probably been nominated for on, every one.
3: Yeah.
2: So is he the one that came up with the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun uh, <laughs> for Close Oh, for Close, Encounters? Close Encounters? Oh, I guarantee it. Man. Yeah?
0: It's yeah. funny. I, I, I imagine – so imagine this conversation – you're Steven Spielberg and I'm John Williams, and okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that my you know you told me to do some theme song for this Jaws movie you got going on. Like, yeah. Stick with me, yeah. Dun dun.
2: Uh huh. What else?
0: That's it. That's that, it. That's, that's it. it. Wait, no, uh, that's, not yeah. <laughs>
2: that's not gonna work. It's not gonna
0: work. Then for me. you go. Dun
2: dun. Uh huh.
0: And then you just go. I love it, I love it This is going to be fantastic (laughs) We're going to make millions (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm going to make
1: millions (laughs) Uh, But that's a great example of one That was played for the producers Without the music for it But it's also the great example (laughs) It's
2: It's also the Gator Chomp Yeah Is it the Gator Chomp? (laughs) Absolutely Literally the notes, the same notes Same thing
1: Uh, But of of any of these, this is probably our... our This is probably our childhood right here, you know? Oh, God. When you think Superman, so so us we'll list, list just 159 movies. Obviously, we didn't put them on here, but the big ones we put on here were Jaws, Black Sunday, Star Wars, all the Star Wars. Uh, Close kind of the Third Kind, Superman, <coughs> Raise a Lost Ark, E.T., Home Alone, Jurassic Park, Saving Private Ryan, The Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and Minority Report, man. It, it's hard to pick my favorite on this one, you know? Mm. Uh, I mean.
0: Oh God! The Raiders of Lost. Yeah, Raiders of Lost Ark would almost be, be my top yeah. one too. You know, I
2: see, but I feel like the Superman theme. But it's because it's, I also of, say he's because of
0: the themes that this guy creates is what makes his music great. Absolutely, yeah. because you can play the Raiders of Lost Ark theme song, mm-hmm. and in your head, Indy's running away from a boulder, yeah, or, or it puts you in a, a certain time period in your yeah, life. It's exactly. super nostalgic. That's the super great nostalgic. thing about music is it brings it's, you back. It can transform and transport you. It's very similar to, wow. like,
1: smells. You know, you, you smell something mm-hmm. and you're, Lilax. like... Uh, when, when I lilacs smell lilacs,
0: it's from the bush outside my window. Yeah. My mom would just wake me up by opening the windows in my bedroom. like
2: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. No, that's fun. funky. That's <laughs> a great one.
0: Even like uh, yeah. for me,
1: if I uh, – and I'll do this every once in a while. I have a huge collection on the wall in like one of those great shadow boxes of Smurfs. But if I smell that like rubber on one of oh, those yeah. Smurfs, it brings me back to being at Eric's house because uh, Aunt Cheryl had yes. all the Smurfs there. And it just really brings me back. So smells and sounds are real <laughs> kind of important to me. <laughs> Smurfs.
0: Hey, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> what you Smurfs. What do you want if fragrance can smell like Smurfs? <laughs> 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 what the fuck does a Smurf smell like? Oh, I'll <laughs> tell you. How smells mushrooms.
2: Uh, um, you know, it's interesting. I, for for some reason, like I've always gotten the Superman and the Star Wars theme kind of just mixed up a little really? bit. Like as it goes into the theme a little bit, and I never knew until just now that they were both composed by the same guy. So oh like, yeah. So either. it makes sense why it would be confusing to me. Yeah, you know?
0: it does. E.T. E.T.'s a huge one for mm-hmm. me, man. I mean, when they when they just before they take off on that bike.
1: Yeah. yeah! Oh, I yeah! Like, that's the that's the killer one, right? Like, when oh. he goes up in front of yeah. the moon, oh. I mean, that totally. You're like, I'm going to see back. this movie
0: again. That's exactly what you were thinking. In yeah,
1: uh, e- even Home Alone. You know, Home Alone oh, yeah. when he's when he's really when he's trying to race and get home and get everything done before the uh the wet bandits show up it has that specific theme to me that always kicks it i love the minority report the very beginning yeah. of minority report where he's when they're trying to get to ari gross who's oh, yeah, about yeah. to yeah. kill his wife and it just starts out like that or even the scene where tom uh cruz has the uh the blinders over his eyes oh, and it's, it's, and, it's orchestral and all the spiders can... are coming down uh into the uh, apartment and checking everyone's eyes and everything yeah. ah john williams man he's just even probably all these man john williams really is kind of the godfather he all the these godfather. he's so he's so good at it uh you think of some of these action sequences and all these things that are just that much better, all of the Lost Ark and he it wasn't just the first one, he's done all three of those the uh, Lost Ark, I he say three jumps. but I'm sure there's a fourth one there too <laughs> <Sunclass>. <laughs> it'd be funny yeah. if he did it under a pseudonym <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta take my name off this yeah.
0: movie <laughs> <laughs> Spielberg, I gotta take my name off <laughs> this movie yeah
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, we could talk forever just He's about like John Williams. Too. He's me, <laughs> too. It, it's got to suck, you know, being a composer and then being up against John Williams uh, at the Oscars. I mean, they can't give it to him every time. No, and they don't, you know. In the, uh, Even if they want to, they couldn't. I mean, those are the three big ones, but I think there's even Oscar winners that I didn't even put on this list. That, uh, that's, how that many,
0: you, that's how you know your career is good. If yeah, you got, right? Yeah. You didn't even put the Oscar, some of the Oscars. Yeah, that's on there.
1: true, too. I looked at them and I was like, it just doesn't fit with the it's other like kind Patriots of motif winning on there. Super Bowls. It's like, <laughs> how many
0: Super Bowls? I can't even remember. <laughs>
1: All right, so this next guy, man, and this is a guy that really is completely different than anyone else on this list. He he works with, and it probably pisses a lot of those composers off that has worked with orchestras and homegrown uh, dude uh, does it does it himself. He he started out doing it himself because he's an indie guy, and uh, it has such a powerful, unique sound to it that every time I. I listened to, and this is the great John Carpenter, who's only credited for 32 movies, but every one of his movies, and he didn't do the score for every one of his movies. One of the best scores that was done on a John Carpenter movie, and we're going to be talking about that composer later on, was The Thing. He didn't do The Thing, but most of them— Which was uh, a great one. Which was a great one, but we realize why it was great when we get to it, uh, the composer, later on but i have the score uh the digital score and like i said i write to a lot of his uh his music i have the digital score for big trouble little china escape from new york and prince of darkness
0: and i'll listen to them all day long on a loop it's yeah. just so great man. you know what i just remembered um our movie rupert elliot yeah i did that score live oh really each scene i played along with the with on him. the keyboard Huh live so yeah. when you're hearing it it's me it's not like me playing it five times and getting the best version right necessarily yeah or manipulating the notes on a computer uh, mm-hmm. i played it live that's awesome and that's the only one i've ever done it. and it was mm. probably the most similar to like
1: john carpenter's yeah. where it's just like keyboard and, yeah, and stuff exactly. like that i mean you think of halloween and that was the other example i was referring to where <laughs> he played that for a lot of people and he hadn't done the music yet and he wrote it in like six days just knocked it out of the park <laughs> wow All
0: right, john Carpenter. <laughs> Stick with me here. So uh-huh. when you see Michael, it's uh-huh. going to go dun-dun. <laughs>
2: Wait a minute. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah. It does, though. It uh, has that double note.
0: Absolutely. When when hey, hey, John
2: Williams, yeah. Hey, hey l- listen to this for just a second, and you tell me what you think about this.
1: <laughs> Is that
0: a shark? Uh, <laughs> that's,
1: that's an ingenious thing, though, when you could not show... When you have the ability to not show the killer but just play a theme, Yeah, it just... It saves you a lot of time. It saves you the... Yeah, uh, you know he's in the room. You don't have to show him. You don't have to. You hear his theme music. So when you attribute a specific theme music to somebody... And you know what?
0: It also lets you to screw the audience, too. Because some movies, they'll use that sound and you're like... God damn it! This person's gonna get killed. Yeah, and then yeah. they're not in the room. I think now you can't that, trust them when they do it.
2: I think they do that in the scene in Jaws where uh, oh, Richard do. Dreyfuss is getting in the water to yeah. go and get look at that boat. Yeah, and yeah. you hear the music, but yep. like Jaws never comes. Yeah. he was already there. If he just was, had,
0: if he just hadn't dropped the tooth, I know, right? God, <laughs> he what an had idiot. The tooth <laughs> And they would have been like, all right, yeah, <laughs> <just closed." laughs> movie
3: over. <laughs> just closed. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: the ones we
1: got listed for John Carver here is a on Precinct 13, Halloween, The Fog, uh, also known as uh, Leper Zombie Pirates, uh, <laughs> Escape from New York, uh, Halloween 3, which he did not have anything to do with other than the theme song that he, let, oh. uh, that he uh, put in. Christine, Big Trouble China, Prince of Darkness, They Live... Uh, In the Mouth of Madness, Village of the uh, Damned, and I put the uh, the new version of Halloween, which he went back and re-recorded, and, and the the That's next good. two that are already slated to, and are being kind of uh, constructed now. The next two Halloween movies, and it's it's great that they brought him back and that. I, he probably got paid nothing to do the theme or he wasn't even paid to do the theme on for the that for on the first one yeah. he just did it I yeah. mean those guys were straight I mean, out of UCLA and they just made that movie all their to money went to, John, uh, to Donald Pleasance. Yeah, they didn't you have the to money do that. to do it I mean you have to do that well, yeah. and yeah. certainly for Assault that. on Precinct 13 which was two years before Halloween and Halloween he wasn't even known
0: for I'm still anything. waiting for my checks are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, haven't yeah, waiting at I this sent night. it UPS <laughs> 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 you didn't get your check yet uh how about what's your favorite of the Carpenter Ooh. theme songs? Because I mean, it's different mo- like all the Halloweens are great. Yeah. Even yeah, all the Halloweens are great. The the iconic one from my childhood obviously is probably the same one with you. Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, it's because I played it all the time. <laughs> but <laughs> but that, that, had, you know? that had the Asian element through Absolutely.
1: the whole thing. Absolutely. I think They Live is one of the ones that are, is very subtle. When you think of him just mm-hmm. walking the streets, they play that underlining kind of theme uh, for Roddy Piper, and it's really, really great. How about you, Justin? Do you automatically go Halloween? It's got to be. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's just it's so recognizable. And like I, not just the beginning, you know what I mean? Yeah. But once it actually gets into the, you yeah. know, the whole melody and everything, like... Like it's just, oh, it's so good. Escape
1: from New York is huge for me. When you think of them driving on that bridge at the end. And he, he does some great stuff with that music when he's when you see Isaac Hayes in the uh, in the car and it's just like it's very simple you know it's very simple but he loves those
0: those what he plays is classic keyboard sounds yeah. it's like true. the sounds he was playing were just the sounds that came on whatever keyboard yeah he got. yeah absolutely
1: and, and it's probably the easiest theme for other people
0: to learn it was very electronic yeah yeah and there's probably a reason why he can play it on stage and it's yeah. a good show is because it's a lot of yeah. It's, it's easy to replicate, but it's such
1: an effective way of doing it. And he, for the most part, all his stuff is horror films. Uh, so it, I don't think any of these other than maybe Assault on Precinct 13 were not horror films in some kind of way. Well, uh, in the Mouth of Madness is, is my cousin Eric's favorite kind of uh, John Carpenter movie and theme song. He loved
0: what he did uh, did there. Even Village of the Damned, but he did some great stuff. I yeah. like his... Uh solo nature I I identify with him yeah who
1: he could just sit down and do it himself if he doesn't involve other people and he doesn't have that kind of you can't put John Carpenter in front of an orchestra and being like the... Yeah. You think composers, you know, you think the John Williams with his sticks in front yeah. of people and just kind of taking care of eight different sections all at the same time. And that, that right there takes some skill and I wouldn't even imagine oh, yeah. how you get that good because you watch him do it and you're like, hey, I can do that. <laughs> my yeah, favorite, yeah, yeah, yeah. My I, piece I know how to of wave music. my arms. <laughs> yeah. My favorite piece of music that I wrote
0: yeah. was the stuff when... Chelsea was dragging Yeah, him I was just going to say, it's one, oh, of yeah. the it's one of my favorites. It, it, I wanted to write something sort of like what The Godfather is. Yeah,
2: yeah it's, it's very kind of like almost dreary, you yeah, know, yeah. because she's like so, so slowly pulling me along. I like.
0: mixed a lot of our movies. I mixed a, a sound of orchestral, classic orchestral stuff mm-hmm. with pulses and beats. that are more like what John Carpenter does yeah so just to kind of marry them together to have like pulses and and because some of my other favorite music is when uh, when they cut what's his name's throat in Project Threshold yeah. and they run from oh, the yeah, observatory yeah. yeah that's good down the hallway to come in that yeah. room and the yeah. chaos that's going on that was my favorite yeah song.
2: I
1: mean yeah. really your music really took our our little movies I to enjoyed, another level I because, enjoyed the hell out of and, it yeah it was really really fun to uh, to watch because I was editing this stuff without music to it I, and then when, yeah. when you Even, you were like lay it down and I'd send right it to here. you piece
0: by piece too and you yeah I'd give you exact same and time you would come over and you were sure. like no that's too quick Both you it. need to come in two beats before yeah. that and I was say how about yeah it at was that really point, great. because we had
1: already cut the movie that's why I'm trying to get back into the uh uh
0: the the video editing and the audio editing because I would it's, do it's a lot of fun for sure yeah the painstaking time is when i spend 16 hours writing a theme and then i'm i'm like not happy with it yeah or scrap it
2: or you forget to save it and it you know. yeah.
0: i didn't ever really yeah. do yeah, that. i, never came I into was that like, with video I editing was, too i was it was hard. I would always name a copy and Yeah. and probably have 10 copies. For yeah. video editing, though, there were several
1: times where I would edit for eight hours, and I would oh, scrap it. You I was call- like, oh, I, don't, I don't like it. I, I don't like what I did here. And yeah. i start from the beginning, and then it, it was thankfully I did because, you know, you, you come up with something better have you you know, different those, ideas.
0: Those panic moments that you have in life. Yeah. Like if you were – the panic moment that I had in life is you called me, and you were in the middle of the editing process. And I picked up the phone, and you said, it's gone. <laughs> what? Huh. I can't find it It's gone oh, I don't even remember What you were referring to uh, of <coughs> The cut Of what? Project Threshold like, You thought the Like drive the whole movie Oh I forgot the drive you, you, No you thought The drive Something corrupted Corrupted it or happened, something like that Because we spent A lot of fuck. money For data security For yeah. Project Threshold Yeah for the, Here's a, a hint Make I mean now it's a little easier Because yeah. you can use Those scan disk things And they're cheap Right but We were using $1,200 Cards that had to be Downloaded on set and refurbished so you would record a scene yeah. and download the card and yeah. then erase the card yeah. and hope that, hope that it was that, there I hope that yeah clip oh, plays later God. I think we maybe had one or two we must have found it <laughs> <'Cause>, yeah <laughs> uh, no the we, movie was out. Well, that's the panic moment I drove across town you were yeah. living over off a 20th yeah Running lights, going crazy. It's an emergency, David. Oh <laughs> we had just spent. Officer, officer. Of, <laughs> I mean, Paul and I spent tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars to make that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, who knows how many hours yeah. in pre production and and filming and. Yeah. Oof. yeah. <laughs> I must have found it. Yeah. So it was here. It was behind the couch. I got Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, so back up
1: your shit. Back up yeah. shit, yeah. Is the goal of that. I don't know how I got on that tangent, but. All right, this next guy here, and this guy, I, I, I love a lot of his stuff here, man, and he's he's the king of epic uh, proportions. But he didn't always, he wasn't always that way, you know. He had this kind of uh, uh, indie stuff he did for a long time, and that's the great Howard Shore. I think most people, when they think Howard Shore, they think Lord of the Rings, and he's he won the Oscar for. <laughs> The first one and the third one. I don't know what happened for the two towers, but I know he won it for Fellowship and he won it for Return of the King. Return of the King was the one that won all the Oscars. It, it uh, they were all the yep. ones that they kind of skipped him over in the previous it's, ones. They gave it to I him. I think it's
0: on IMDb's top ten uh, greatest uh, movies of all time. Lord of the Rings, yeah, the, the third one. Oh, the third one, yeah. Huh, third one was great. We haven't done our uh, Lord of the Rings
1: pod uh, yet, but we will definitely Ooh, be doing. I'll it. I'll have soon. to watch all three. Yeah, you'll have to. Justin's probably the most what, familiar six with hours.
0: Them. It depends which one you nine want to watch. I want to watch the longest version possible. Oh, then you I always to, want to watch yeah. the longest version possible. Then
1: it's twelve possible. then it's twelve hours. Like I
0: get mad sometimes when I watch it and, and you find someone's out like, Oh, version? you should have watched the deluxe edition. It's an extra forty minutes. It's like, ah, oh, oh. goddamn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you want to I didn't uh I, I didn't want to put Justin through that <laughs>
1: for the twelve hour version. He probably appreciates that. But he watched the Ooh, nine hour version. Yeah. Four hours of four each, four of, each hour of them. Version. And uh yeah, they're great. When is that one? What's that? Let's do that one soon. Yeah. I, I can. I have, all the four, I have all the four-hour <laughs> versions, so I'll let you borrow the, uh, the disc for it. So <laughs> let's go through okay. the Howard Shores, and then we'll, we'll kind of talk bit and bit uh, by them. Uh, so starting back in 81, we got Scanners, then The Fly, Big, Silence of the Lambs, Mrs. Doubtfire, Seven, Copland, Dogma, The Cell. Man, how'd Kevin in, Smith get in, fucking him to do Dogma? It's crazy. In the the uh, Cell
0: is where he started making that transition. He'd already done it in Seven a little bit. But is when he started getting big, yeah, big, a bigger scope, moving into these. Oh yeah,
1: and Lord of the Rings. I have those asterisks besides Hobbit. They're not supposed to be there. They're supposed to be in front of the Lord of the Rings. So he didn't win that. anything. I don't the think Hobbit? he won the uh, for the Hobbit, which is weird because he's de- he did all of them and they all had that same. You, you had to have Howard Shore come back to to have that same feel. And then Gangs of New York. Which I mean, great. you you look at these movies. What are you thinking, Dave? When you think Howard Shore, I, I can't
0: not think Lord of the Rings. It, it I cannot really, think Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs is a really good one, man. that creepy music whenever they would show Hannibal Lecter on there. Seven's another one, man. Seven's yeah, another that's what one. I was going to say. It's probably Seven. Seven, was, seven yeah. was the big one for you. Uh, Copland was Cotland one of my favorite excellent. movies of all time. It, it's but, weird that it is, but it was, yeah. it's, it's such a downplayed movie, but... Uh, just the background just created that yeah. whole environment it was really awesome Scanners I think Scanners I and the Fly don't remember Scanners, scanners I and do the, Fly remember the Fly were
1: both Cronenberg movies oh so uh, he started doing like really weird <laughs> Cronenberg movies that, just gives, you, that gives
0: me an insight into Howard Shore's <laughs> mentality yes. if you're friends with Cronenberg yeah <laughs> So the (laughs) director, I got a preconceived notion about you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I love (laughs) you Uh, and Goldblum. What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it looks like Cronenberg and Peter Jackson were kind of his two biggest directors that he worked with, and then he kind of just flip flopped around to different ones because Silence of the Lambs was uh, Jonathan Demme. You got Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, Who who did Mrs. Doubtfire? Yeah, that's kind of random. It is, uh, but it's. It's probably one of his bigger movies on here. I still can't, I, I can't believe that Kevin Smith was able to uh, wrangle in uh, Howard Shore. Well, to do dogma. It's probably because he got
0: Matt Damon on
1: board matt damon wasn't famous really that much for he dogma wasn't? no he, he had done little stuff and everything but i remember who's he was the big, still
0: who was the big star in that movie
1: well i mean probably matt damon and ben affleck but ben affleck was probably even bigger than matt damon at that point and then matt damon went and did the born identity and he just went next level when he uh went there so I I don't know I mean he just it was the studio probably he was doing it with Miramax
0: so yeah. he was yeah, probably I bet those seemed. guys stay close to home yeah, too uh, if they
1: do produ- certain production they companies might be on
0: retainer yeah it's mm. true like it's, hey I'll give you 20 million dollars for your next five movies five movies deal yeah
2: He's you up. heard it folks I'll, I'll start Did writing read? I'll start writing as soon as I get home Dave <laughs> 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 we have it on record yeah. <laughs> if I could just get that check first yeah
0: um,
1: but The Fly is a big one for me when I think Howard Shore because there was such a unique feel for that movie. Uh, I don't know how long it's been since you guys see The Fly. It's very um, it's very moody, you know, mm-hmm. a very similar to, like, Seven. But uh, it has that big, big moments in The Fly uh, that you think the opening theme song, it was really, really tight. And I, I loved it. I, for the... To be honest with that, I can't really recall Big. I can't recall the score for Big. Wasn't it you know? six? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was just them on that keyboard. You know, I Rub-noosia. actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, every time I I'm total side Noja. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have this one particular Family Guy disc that I watch often, and like. There's just this one cutaway scene where, like, they they make an inappropriate joke about women, and it just cuts to Robert Lozier going, "Not okay!" Like, and every time I see it, I think of fucking Dave. <laughs> I think. Right? It. Uh, I
1: was thinking when I was going through a lot of these movies, uh, I was thinking Family Guy too when uh, when Peter starts humming the theme to Star Wars, yeah. and everything, and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the cell. You still haven't seen the cell, right? No, that I haven't. One of the, the cell oh, and the cube. I haven't seen it. Yep. The cell definitely. The cube is very indie and everything, but the cell is. Cell is mm-hmm. really, really great. Great horror movie. One there.
0: of his best. Who's that? Vincent D'Onofrio? Oh,
1: D'Onofrio. Man, that's hard to say. D'Onofrio's has done so many great things. Yeah, but I know. like that evilness he yeah. was in that. Gangs of New York, I think it looks like he, Gangs of New York might like have been the, the only uh might have been the only Scorsese movie that Howard Shore he, he's definitely one of the few directors on here that's kind of jumped around to a lot of different famous directors and that's didn't kind of stick feel with good, one. Though. Oh yeah, and then that's, that's well, you
0: know the reason he got it, don't you? What's that? Because of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, Lord of the Rings, he really kind of went... And then Scorsese's like, go get the guy that did the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that's how it went. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Spielberg's like, I got
2: him. Yeah, man. I got you. Don't worry about it.
1: Well, this next one here, man, and this guy, he put out a couple. He put out a couple, this guy. And wow. this is the great uh, Ennio Morricone. And nice. He started a long time ago. He was... Uh, I know for a fact that... Quinton was always a huge fan of him, and he uses mm-hmm. different guys for his stuff, but uh, Quinton was always a fan of those spaghetti westerns, and that's where I think of when I think Morricone
2: mm-hmm. is
1: I automatically think Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Uh, let's name some of these movies, and then Ooh. we'll go through which ones you like. And it's very unique. You think of these movies here, it's a great cross-section of different stuff that he did, but to, to give you an idea, well, let me name the movies first. So we got The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, 1966. We got The Thing, that's the other one that Carpenter didn't do. Uh, Once Upon a Time in America, The Untouchables, Frantic, Casualties of War, State of Grace, Hamlet, that's the Mel Gibson Hamlet, Bugsy, In the Line of Fire, Wolf, and then The Hateful Eight, which he did not win an Oscar. He did 518 movies, and he did not win an Oscar until The Hateful Eight in 2015. T- until, That's what's insane. His name, until What's-His-Name went in the lobby for yeah. his yeah. yeah. It was Give a two. huge lobby for him, too. You're not really. wrong when you say that, because people are like, he that, deserves this award. He has put his time
0: in big time. And you could, I mean, how could you not look at this? If I was going to say, if there were two Godfathers... Yeah. John Williams would be the first, but this guy would have to be the second.
1: He would. He's done a shitload of indie movies, obviously. Who you can't get that number in there without doing indie movies, obviously. Yeah,
2: but, I mean, who doesn't know the theme to the good, the bad, and the I know. ugly? It's, it's like, really one of the I, I more. Mean, uh,
1: it's like right up there with Jaws that even people who haven't seen the movies. Yeah, absolutely. You can play that theme the, and you're the like, Untouchables. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. The my beginning of that, ones. Untouchables. Yeah. Oh. That, that dun dun dun. 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 Yeah, Mm -hmm. man, I love it. It's really, really good. How's it going? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) Well, to give you an idea, you you are just coming up with some real fucking winners here today, Dave. (laughs) Uh,
0: I feel like I am too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy with myself. Uh, To give you an idea of how, (laughs) to give you an idea how insane this guy is with some of the movies and the amount of movies he's put out under his kind of. the discography here is in 1972 uh Morricone did 29 movies and that's just grinding right from the beginning man and that's that's normal for him if you look up the movies he did yeah. it's not unusual that and he
0: did 15 this year 17 that year 22 that it, if you year, could write the music in a month yeah you could crank 12 out a year yeah. easy yeah or you could be working and i know i always like to do this have two or three things going on at once mm-hmm. yeah so you can keep it fresh by flipping yeah. it and going to something else. Yep. How do you not repeat yourself, you know? And well, that's got to be the most they thing. They probably do. I mean, that's why it, it ACDC does. sounds like ACDC. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. It's ACDC. Yeah. Yeah. They're never going to not. Pe- the YouTube tries to yeah. break out from what they sound like, but they sound like the same.
1: Yeah, there's not many people. Maybe Madonna and Beck are two of the more famous people that Beck changed, more their, than anybody. They changed mm-hmm. their sound. Madonna, too.
0: Madonna, too. Every I'm just every five or th- th- three band. or five
1: years, they change yeah. their sound. I bet sound. she
0: hired an agency that said, what's going to be the next? Big sound.
2: Let's use yeah. that. Probably.
1: One. You would think with this amount of movies though that he'd be like the richest guy in Hollywood too, but with indie movies I think he probably just threw people a bone. But as a director, if if you want him to do your movie, there's there's a specific reason you want him. You want mm-hmm. and you probably say, Hey, I want something that sounds like uh frantic or casualties, casualties or war or anything. State of that. Grace was great. Great. And they they implemented a lot of yeah. Irish theme Stuff into a, it. a lot of people don't like Morricone. I've met several people that that music just just a little weird for them. Like and the early
0: stuff, because I can see people not liking the good, the bad, and the ugly in yeah. that style. they used a lot of high pitched. He does that in a lot of his movies. Man, hurt people's ears sometimes.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I think of. Uh, and in the line of in the line of fire was another one that really moved that the soundtrack or the score is that the Clint Eastwood one. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Know, yeah. We haven't yeah. talked yeah. about that yeah. one. Yeah, that's yeah. a, a I don't good movie, dude. We are yeah. doing some '90s dramas soon, so maybe so someone, maybe that someone one will could, pick that up. Will so we do won't that. talk a whole lot about this it. This is but, a reminder to future. <laughs> <films>. Yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it, that movie really had a lot of action in it that had to be driven by that uh, that score, and it really did a great job. And like we said, the Untouchables. Throughout that whole movie, man, yeah. you think of him going up the uh, up to the rooftop yep. and everything, and uh, looking over there. And remember, at one point, that music just stops, and it, he just puts that beat underneath mm-hmm. and everything until until Nitty shoots at him, and then it kind of pumps up again and everything. It's really good uh the wo- Wolf Sean was another got one it in the
0: apartment that whole yeah. the music and that was
1: good another really great one i don't remember frantic that was the one with uh harrison ford where he lost his wife in paris and he has to like go around it was the frenzied. city
0: and everything what's that the music yeah it was fr- frenzy i was going to say frantic but <laughs> it, it, the music is exactly what the title of the movie is it, it really like i remember that movie i remember liking it a lot but it was like high paced yeah. fast paced
1: uh-huh. and sometimes
0: that's exhausting yeah. man yeah. i would to listen to a score like that
1: I he would wager it. that uh, Morricone probably, of the 518, probably 300 of them were, like, foreign Italian films. Oh, yeah. Uh, those spaghetti westerns, you, you can't think of those spaghetti westerns without thinking him. I mean, he, he pairs, like, really, really well with him. I them. mean, he's,
0: he's a national hero.
2: Yeah.
1: And, in Italy, And it makes sense that Quentin would take him and use him. And I'm pretty sure Quentin probably picks a different guy. Uh, just like who am I going to help this year? Yeah, like, yeah right. Who's he's clear? Like am I going to revitalize? Santa. Yeah, yeah right? he really is. He is like <laughs> the Hollywood version of Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I hope he picks me. This yeah, year. I know, right? Shut up, Ben Affleck. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, he would pick Ben Affleck like thirty years from now yeah, if right. he was like underground. But you think of the
0: actors that he's revitalized, oh, the Robert it, Forster's it, of the world, the Foxy uh, Brown. Oh yeah, yeah. or
1: the uh, even like ones that you never think would get anything, like the uh, the Dukes of Hazard guy playing oh, yeah. the uh, the sheriff. sheriff yeah. <laughs> John Johnson, and, uh, Django. Yeah, I mean, he. Yeah, dude. I mean, he revitalized Travolta's career. Travolta was nothing, Twice, right? <laughs> well, no, <laughs> yeah. certainly for Pulp Fiction. I mean, he was doing look who's talking and shit. And he was yeah. doing low level comedies. Then he got Pit Tilly. Oh God, man! I mean, he didn't even have to because the. He it parks got him every morning. Yeah, he has jet a.
2: Thirty minutes from my yeah, house. Yeah, he has so. a, yeah. a private airstrip down the road. I think he, he revitalized he, Brad Pitt's career. Yeah. Do <laughs> I mean, yeah. you hear I they're talking about
1: uh, making a TV series? Out of once upon time in Hollywood, Brad Pitt this week said that with uh, him in it. Yeah. What? That they thinking of doing a TV series. This is series. your worst nightmare, Justin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Well, I gotta hear about it, at the, is it so. more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we'd have to take the right person. I'm to literally do it and speechless. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> Uh, it could be good. I mean, if you're just talking about life on the sets and everything like that, so uh, it would be good. How does that make you feel? Just bored. What is he like on the couch now? Yeah, I feel bored. I feel very bored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Casualties of War, though, is another one that uh, that you don't think of war movies
0: rely heavily on scores oh yeah for absolutely. sure Platoon was for sure. awesome i don't know if it's coming up here yeah, not. I didn't see Platoon on him. i'm not sure who did but it that was great
1: all right this next guy and this guy is another artist that's not with us anymore and it's a goddamn shame too because i love this guy's scores so much and that's the fabulous jerry goldsmith arguably in 254 movies arguably one of my favorite scores he ever did was one that was not released theatrically in the movie Uh, And we grew up with a different theme song for it and not until like probably 2000 that when they released a special edition DVD and they took out the old score and they put Jerry Goldsmiths in and everyone's like, wait, Uh, and it was Tangerine Dream. Remember it was, and this was the movie Legend. Uh, what was the year for Legend? 1985's Legend. Which we grew great. up listening to Tangerine oh. Dream, and it it wasn't bad. You know, Tangerine yeah, it wasn't Dream. wasn't bad They did uh, uh, to Live and Die in LA Live and Die in L. A. And that was that yeah. was great. I don't have anything against song. Tangerine Dream. They they do some good stuff, and it, they're very unique. It gives they're it a that pop, t- man. Yeah, they, but it they else, toured as a band. Yeah, and they also have that very dream quality to their to their sound. Ethereal. Uh, yeah, yeah, very good word there for that. <laughs> and uh, i bet Today, use that. Today's <laughs> word is
0: ethereal. <laughs> (laughs)
1: uh but jerry goldsmith let's talk his movies here uh so we got planet of the apes *Patton*, chinatown logan's run oh that's a crazy theme uh the omen alien poltergeist first blood gremlins legend the burbs and total recall man all so good
0: probably the alien is probably the best one on there Ah oh, man, it's it's uh, an Patton argument. Maybe? I
1: loved Total Recall, man. That theme for Total yep. Recall. I'm not so sure I
2: really bad, remember
1: man. that one. Oh, God, hadn't I had I don't totally recall
2: totally. it.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was gonna bust into the Police Academy theme again.
3: But yeah, it's over <laughs> so. you. He just pun.
0: You can't do it. You can't crush uh, a pun with the Police Academy theme song. <laughs> I think it's written somewhere. Now the
1: he he won an Oscar for The Omen, 1976, and that's one where he used a lot of those, Is that like the. Oh. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, oh. I mean, he really did. He used a lot of that. Type type
0: of uh <laughs> it's true it's, it's very oh, like you know, th- like the monks stuff? and stuff the, that tom hanks any religious movie yeah. But that w- especially not the Angels and Demons one but they probably did the, that uh, one too. Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Yeah, they, mm. that music was crazy. Yeah, he and did do that. He used a lot of the boys choirs.
1: Probably one of the weirdest themes Jerry Goldsmith did was Logan's Run. If you rewatch Logan's Ooh, Run, man, all it electronics is stuff, it was crazy of. and it was weird, man, and he tried a lot of different stuff. And this was one of the ones I watched with my wife on YouTube the other day where she is very musically inclined and she should probably be playing an instrument right now and she's not, you know, and she just doesn't have the time to be able to do it. But she can pinpoint, and I think I had played like a Howard Shores. What Shure's did she play stuff, in the band? Uh, clarinet. Clarinet. Uh, and uh, what's the other one that's very similar? The oboe? Oboe. Yeah, I think she can do both. The oboe
0: is one of Maria's favorites. Yeah.
1: and it's,
0: You can't not. When you hear it, like I, I could probably match her. Yeah. Just from all the identification I've done before but yeah you can't that one above anything else but I think
1: we had when I was playing the greatest hits on YouTube I had gone through James Horner I had gone through Hans Zimmer, Alan Silvestri and then I came to Jerry Goldsmith and she's like this guy is different she's (laughs) like this guy is playing off." key a lot of times to make this theme different and unique and it's very interesting when you think of Poltergeist and Gremlins that Gremlins that that one I can do that one I can do. but that was one Gremlins was one that I taped off the television and I listened to all the time man what's your favorite of the Jerry Goldsmith
2: you know I I gotta say it's Poltergeist just that creepy and, uh, like, it's really uh, good, mm-hmm.
1: and that was uh, the director that he is paired well with would be Joe
0: Dante because Gremlins, the Burbs, uh, they almost become one the director and the composer. Yeah. Like, if people you want that Dante feel, mm. you need the two of them together to really make it have that feel. Absolutely. So. Uh, the, the
1: Omen. Who did The Omen? Uh trying to think. That was Richard Donner. So Richard Donner has gone with different people because he also was Superman, so he went with John Williams on that score. Uh, the First Blood one, when you think at the very beginning of First mm-hmm. Blood where he's going over... I mean, Obviously Jerry Goldsmith is not going to do The Last Blood because Jerry Goldsmith is, has died probably 5 years ago. So it's going to be interesting to see if he the whoever the composer <laughs> he comes is. Back to life <laughs> <laughs> well, I am more interested in how much see. he's stealing or borrowing from Jerry Goldsmith score him the because top, I would hope that I would hope that they would But then again when you watch the trailer the one trailer we've seen of Rambo it, for some reason whenever I see that trailer all I can think of is Logan It really reminds me of Logan, you know, where he's just all by himself, and the people have to come for him, Mm -hmm. and uh, for whatever reason, like Logan tested well though. Other other than maybe, other than maybe Brightburn, which I didn't know shit about when I went into it, I feel that way with Rambo. I feel we saw a teaser way back in the day, so next week when we see it, I'm going completely in blind, and I'm I'm thrilled because of that. Uh, So, uh, what about you, Dave? What
0: was your What's your big one on there? Uh, Alien. Alien. I, I didn't see it when it came out, obviously, but I i probably in my it was probably in the nineties when I'd seen Patton for the first time. Yeah, and that's that's and a little that different a than his
1: other stuff on very here. Very patriotic yeah.
0: style of music that he had to really make interesting and it worked. Because yeah. it wasn't a ton of battle scenes no. in Patton. It no, like, it was a lot of it was it just It was him. a lot of just him following him around yeah. to trying to my favorite scene is that is when he cried and he's like, I got him right. His palm no, was that, his wasn't no that, that wasn't Patton. That wasn't uh that was the Ike. But that
1: was. I mean, maybe he did it in Patton that too. Was Patton. But, but remember, in Patton Ike, did the same thing. Yeah, but and in Ike, He went and cried to the and, to the general. But yeah. it was Patton in that movie. Oh, maybe. But the one scene I remember is when Joe McGraney plays Patton and he goes into Tom Selleck and he cries That's his true, eyes yeah. out and then he comes back into the Jeep. But he's I, like, I had him right
0: where I wanted I think him. they <laughs> did that because it's a true story. Yeah. And George C. Scott did yeah. it too mm-hmm. in that movie.
1: That's funny, man. I haven't I, seen Patton in forever. Uh, Chinatown obviously has that theme of the old mm-hmm. LA kind of, uh, uh, San Francisco type feel to it. And that was, uh, Polanski, uh, on that. And then, uh, Poltergeist was Toby Hooper, but uh, I'd like to say it's Toby Hooper, but it was probably more Spielberg involved with that. Um, <laughs>
0: Can I at least push the button on yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's similar with Gremlins.
1: You know, people think Spielberg did Gremlins instead of Joe Dante, and he's huh. like, "No, that was uh, that wasn't him."
0: <laughs> I don't know, but when Spielberg's your producer, your reins are yeah. tight. Yeah, you don't have a whole lot of oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah to do much. But if, if
1: you really want to hear something interesting, you should you should watch the movie Legend with the Tangerine Dream in it, and then go back and watch it with Jerry Goldsmith theme in it. And once I heard Jerry Goldthiff's theme, I will never watch yeah. Legends the here's old a, way again. Here's huh. a
0: question. Have you watched any good uh, documentary features on the discs of, with the composer talking? Oh, yeah. The, which, this, one, uh, well, which one was him? Damn, like one? Oh, doing the commentary? Yeah. yeah that's commentary.
1: interesting. I'm wondering if I had heard any of these guys do the commentary. Obviously, I've heard a lot of John Carpenter commentaries, and he talks about it uh, there, but I haven't heard... Any of these, I, I'm sure I have, but I'm not sure. I can't. I pull just it don't up. know
0: how often they have the composer. Yeah,
1: it's there, smart too. if they did that. I, I watched John John Carpenter did the commentary on In the Mouth of Madness with the lighting guy, and I That's thought that great. was so crazy. Yeah. You don't hear him. It was the only commentary on the disc. It was
0: just yeah, him and the lighting not here guy. Why hear from a department? You have nothing. Lighting is listen. Lighting is hard. One of the hardest jobs oh, yeah. in the entire, underappreciated oh, big time it, man. And even when you make it look great, nobody even notices. It. <laughs> right. Yeah, you yeah. think it's these not guys... <laughs> like the music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when yeah, the exactly. music's great, everybody notices the music's great. Yeah. When the lighting's great. Nobody notices. Everybody's like, ah, oh, this and director that's... and actor are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: it's, I mean, it's like a band. You know, people people think of yeah. that head that uh, the lead singer. They don't right. think of the drummer in the background yeah. or right. whatever. It's like that. <laughs> like Nick goes,
0: like I wrote the songs. Goddamn <laughs> it!
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or
1: you you, you think of these? You think these guys can walk around? around uh, L.A. and not get but recognized. Think of the ga- Is that the gaffer from, <laughs> from Legend?
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> so I was second A.D. Yeah, right. <laughs> get it straight.
2: I, I was the best boy number two. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, <laughs> think, of under, yeah.
0: You think of how many
1: roles are underappreciated. I mean, watch Endgame and watch the credit sequence you, and how many people are involved oh in that movie?
0: You know what was funny? And this is way off topic. I've <laughs> seen some movies where like Lord of the Rings and you're watching the credits. Yeah. Oh, credits are forever. Oh, yeah. Endgame. But That's what we're do you know what? I did. One day, I watched the credits after I beat Diablo Online, okay. and those video game credits. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. go Crazy. on for three credits worth. of yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. you're like, yeah. this is like a we're at like tens of thousands of people with this. Yeah. and a lot of were
1: <laughs> at least the old Nintendo ones were all Japanese names. Yeah, there, yeah. there wasn't a single like uh, English like, name in there. It,
0: but this was like Brazil division. That all the t- I mean, they had two pages for each person
2: that's insane yeah
0: Yeah, we really lost one of the great composers when we lost jerry goldsmith he
1: had a lot of stuff still but like all the other great artists they've really kind of put their imprint on stuff so good man really really good and underappreciated often comedies are like that that, you know sequence was great oh yeah (laughs) but you you think of how comedies really and there's not a whole lot of comedies on on these lists here uh maybe the next guy we're talking about has got a few of them but uh, <laughs> depends.
0: W- depends what you think. water <laughs> <like>. <laughs> You gonna knock water All right, We're gonna go right yeah. in. <laughs>
1: All right, James Newton Howard, man, and this is one of the ones I said that's probably he's not recognizable. You probably could see him right in front of you and not know who it it's was. Gotta be but helpful sometimes you, though when you, you want to think of anonymous. his uh, movies on here. He did 164 flicks. And uh, I'll name the movies here, and then we'll talk about them individually. Or uh, which one's our favorite is uh, Major League, Pretty Woman, Flatliners, Alive, Falling Down, The Fugitive, Outbreak, Waterworld, The Sixth Sense, The Hunger Games, Born Legacy, and Nightcrawler. And uh, and they're all good, man. But that is a di- that is a wide variety of different types of flicks right there, man. Uh, what do you think of when you think oh, of this, man? Those uh, films,
0: the two movies he did sort of back to back. Are two of my favorite movies, yeah. The Fugitive uh, so and such a great Outbreak. Score. Yeah, and Outbreak. Both of those. Both of those. When the when the helicopter's getting in between yeah. the guy that's coming to drop a bomb on the town because oh, yeah. the infection is spread. Then, uh, and they I were, get goosebumps every uh, time
1: of that night. I I can't really distinguish if it's uh, the music that's giving me goosebumps or, or, Dustin or it's Dustin Hoffman saying, saying "Don't do it," and he's like, "Yeah, man." Dustin man. Dustin oh, does does I, I got goosebumps break. right now. My arm just thinking of that scene, man. It's so good. How about you, Justin? What do you think of when you see that? list of movies. Um,
2: you know, I I might actually go Outbreak. Yeah. Um, it, it really was good. Yeah, that it was just very intense also like military oriented, you yeah. know, um similar to what the you were talking about uh Patton I think, yeah. you know. Yeah,
0: they get the snare drum in the exactly. they use yeah. that military that tap style yeah, military. Exactly. And, yeah. and easily it, it's another way for just the director to have to like connect things Believability. to something out. Yeah, it, yeah, enhance it. That's why well, like we were talking earlier with the incorporating Asian yeah. influenced music yeah. or or Western, yeah. whatever.
1: And for me, I I love Waterworld, not just to Pone Dave, but and no, uh, <laughs> it, was, I, I, it was a cheap shot. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> but, but I it's like, good. Like at the very yeah, beginning, when like you realize it. that guy stole his like oranges yeah. from his thing, and he's whipping that whole thing around, and they're going after him, and it's intense, man. Very uh, chaotic. Or the scene where. Uh, uh, Dennis Hopper is on the uh the boat and that one gunner is getting close and close to the shooting. Yeah. Him. <laughs> What's his name? Maybe he goes by Rich. Yeah. Rich.
2: <laughs>
0: the uh the first one he did, or I don't know if this is his first one, but the one you have listed here first is way in left field. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't that, but it is way out in left field compared to what the rest of you. He, major, he major league. Yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) the listeners can't see our list
1: (laughs) yeah yeah major league for sure is is definitely i love falling down falling down is one of my top 20 movies of all time and that's another one that has that kind of unique uh another one that doesn't get a lot of love that very is underplayed is the sixth sense oh hell yeah yeah the sixth sense he really created kind of a tonal thing i i think of the uh the the stuff where he kept it silent but then came in with stuff, like the scene where he's like, you want to come see my dad's gun? And then yeah. he turns around and you see the back of his head and that music Oof. kicks in right at right there, at Just that for point. a second, yeah. and then it comes back. It's almost like it's a, a music uh, design, but it's not. It's the music. That
0: mm-hmm. that movie, I, I'm not going to remember this. Um, <laughs> we'll help the you. one with Nicole Kidman, when she was the one that actually died in the house and it wasn't. Of the there. others, yeah they did a lot of what the Sixth Sense, the elements yeah. the Sixth Sense were yeah. to kind of make you feel can. weird about something. Like, yeah. something's not right here. Yeah. And you don't know it. But it's a it's another psychological trick that just yeah, works great. It, Sixth Sense is a good example of that too, because
1: it's not always like John Williams. John Williams has a specific theme that yeah. you can think Indiana Jones. Yeah. You can think if you're E.T. Going to, if, if you, you think go into th- the Hoff, you that song is there. <laughs> you know you're on your way to Hoth. When you think Sixth players. Sense is not somebody who can just bust out and hum that theme song to you and you're gonna be able to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't do it. Same as getting ready do it. Uh, uh, Nightcrawler oh, is another funny. one, man, that you don't think of that theme overall, but it it really is a great uh, man. I haven't seen Nightcrawler in a while, man. That's such a great movie. Yeah, I uh, only Hunger saw that Games, once. Too. So good. I like the first one. Oh yeah, I love the first Hunger Games. Yeah. I couldn't. I watched the second one and was like eh, and then I couldn't watch. I the couldn't first get one. to the third. I didn't even finish it. You, that's gotta say a lot I, that I you I didn't, didn't even
2: finish the trilogy. <laughs> well, and see, that's the thing is like they also broke the trilogy up because the third yeah, one into two, two pie, more. So. And as soon as I found that out, I'm like, no, I don't have two more movies in me, like. I barely had this. it in for me for number the, two. Really? And if uh,
1: they, because they really shot their wand for Democrat. that first one.
2: No, that's very true. That,
1: that, that first one was such an incredible flick. I mean, when they went up in those tubes and yeah. they got up there and they yeah. just, it was all out kind of killing and it just went on from there for that last 45 minutes. It was amazing. But I, I think I'm with you guys. I think, uh, uh, or with Dave, I think had mentioned The Fugitive. The Fugitive is such a great flick, man, yeah. that you think of. And I'm looking at some of these directors here that I right can pinpoint. When the, right
0: when they, he finds the chains and says, hey, where to yeah. I find chains with no legs in them? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The music kicked in because they cut right to Harrison Ford and then that whole chase up to the when he jumped out of the tunnel. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's another uh, composer series. that looks like he jumps
1: around by different directors. I think the only one I can see that's kind of a, a repeat is uh, Joel Schumacher did uh, Flatliners, and he also did Falling Down. Uh Not sure who did Outbreak. Yeah, I think he just kind of moved around the different kind of guys. All right, this last guy. This is one of the big heavies, man. This is one of the old school guys that uh hell his last movie was done even before uh justin was even born yeah i don't know <laughs> I, I i know uh, like you know two these of movies these. for I sure know, i know
2: two or three of them
1: well, two or three of them yeah and you you need to go back and uh, check out some of these flicks man this is the <laughs> fabulous bernard herman one of the most famous composers of all time really kind of uh is tied with uh hitchcock for yeah. a mm-hmm. lot of his stuff and he And let's list these movies. Some of them, a lot of them have won some major awards. And so we're starting with Citizen Kane, The Day the Earth Stood Still, The Man Who Knew Too Much, Vertigo, North by Northwest, Journey to the Center of the Earth, Psycho, Cape Fear, Jason and the Argonauts, Fahrenheit 451, and Taxi Driver. Now, I I think Hitchcock movies because The Man Who Knew Too Much, Vertigo, North by Northwest, and Psycho were all very distinct movies. music and sounds north by northwest is probably my favorite of his i think of jason uh jason another really really fabulous one one. but that psycho theme yeah
2: that's that's pretty much the only one on here i know for sure
0: that you can play
1: like you've seen taxi
0: driver you've never seen taxi driver oh it's a ringtone and it's a ringtone people use for their exes (laughs) (laughs) i've had like five or six people that have had that ringtone and i'm like that's funny you have Psycho your as your as your ringtone. Ring yeah, they're like no, that's my ex wife. <laughs> three different unrelated people say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we need to start that. We need to t- do a like a top ten list of movies Justin should check out before he dies. There type you go. Of thing. Yeah. You just and, uh, go back and listen to the uh, pod.
2: Yeah, I you. know. There's a
0: few of them <laughs> on there <laughs> that I can I can, uh, pull up. Uh, Me obviously. too, though. I, yeah, there's uh, movies I need to go and watch. I know
2: it. you guys still haven't seen the Last Witch Hunter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen uh, Do we I still haven't to? seen Do Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite yeah, that, uh, that, I that probably miss more references From people yeah. in pop culture yeah. Because yeah. I haven't seen that movie right. but it's that's almost a, like it's a Someone who hasn't though. seen um, The Big Lebowski Yeah, yeah. Right yeah, Which like,
2: I hadn't until this year yeah. 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 yeah Which
0: you probably had people Oh
2: know. yeah
0: Yeah
1: Say, I'm the What's dude. probably the biggest movie that people talk to you about that you haven't seen, and you're like, yeah, I know, I know, I should
2: see it, but I haven't. Oh, dude, I don't even know. It's Taxi man. Driver. <laughs> 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 he was telling you that wasn't yeah. the question. He was telling you.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you you don't
2: even know the comparisons that people are
1: making with Taxi Driver and Joker right now, too. Because if you watch <laughs> Joker, the trailer for it, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of Taxi Driver yeah. in that uh-huh. flick, man. Because uh, you get to see, and that's why it's interesting that De Niro's even in the Joker. Because uh, oh, that's right, the, the, yeah. the character of Travis Bickle of that. Decline of somebody that was just. You, I mean, you he get wasn't to see right, him losing. He wasn't his mind. quite
0: right to begin with.
1: Yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. He wasn't quite right, and then something put him overboard. Apparently, it was Sybil Shepard. You're like <laughs> it yeah. was Sybil Shepard. She uh, like uh, going on a date with him. Yeah, and he well, did she, take her to a she porn did. theater or something. Uh, didn't yeah, that was weird. She took him to the porn theater, and then yeah, gave that's weird. Yeah. I think dates over. And He had no idea. <laughs> that. <laughs> well, that was what was unique. So this was fun. <laughs> well, that was what was unique and different with that movie is he had no clue that that was inappropriate. Inappropriate. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's he the same no reason he
0: had a relationship yeah. with, uh, what's her name? Jodie Foster. Uh,
1: yeah, non-sexual. Non-sexual, but he didn't think anything wrong whereas with Whereas
0: if it. I saw a, a guy like him hanging out with a 14-year-old that yeah. wasn't his daughter, I'd probably... It, was yeah. it flag would be red flag. It would be
1: weird, <laughs> for sure. Uh, but yeah, that's what was great about that. But going back to uh, what movie you think? You think Psycho? What I mean, you, think you have of these? to... Um, Cape Fear, man. Cape, Cape so Fear is so good, man. That, that oh, music for Cape Fear, I love.
2: See, I'm only familiar with the newer ones, so...
1: Yeah, I didn't see any of the newer ones. Uh, cause I think no, no, I think no. Jason the new, no,
2: the new Cape Fear. Oh, the new Cape Fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. similar. Out, it's very it's very it similar to I, I, yeah, right, I, I don't, don't know. know. Check um, up
1: and who did the uh uh the Cape Fear, the uh the new version of Cape Fear. Uh I don't Scorsese remember Fahrenheit one.
0: 451, but I remember it being a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't remember the score.
1: I don't remember the score for that. That's one of the few ones I don't remember the score. Jason and the Argonauts, I really uh, I liked loved it. I loved the like I said, all those Hitchcock skeletons came out of the ground
0: and the, the oh, skeleton yeah army, oh yeah and the music came up i was like holy yeah
1: shit. uh citizen kane i really enjoyed citizen kane the day of the earth stood still is one of my favorite sci-fi movies and he did a fabulous job with that but yeah w- without a doubt when i think bernard herman it my mind automatically goes hitchcock uh and north by northwest is definitely a journey to the center of the earth the james mason one really amazing too there uh there's so many on here that we did not touch on like i i mentioned earlier danny elfman who made that great transition i don't know how not many i don't think we have anyone on here that had a band that transitioned to scores you know there has been trent reznor obviously has done that recently guy. uh the uh, Stuart uh Stuart Co- copeland, copeland he he's also could probably have been on here he does a lot more scores than people think he has done uh but certainly uh what was uh? Elfman's I about? Contract. Danny Elfman. he's Danny got Elfman. a contract
0: by what's his name?
1: Oh yeah, I mean he's p- tied with Tim Burton almost as much as John Williams is tied with Spielberg.
0: It's nice though. Uh, I mean, you ne- the great thing is is when you make a relationship like that. By the third, fourth movie, you know what he wants. Yeah. You don't yeah. even have to have Absolutely. a conversation anymore. I'm
1: wondering how many conversations that Spielberg even has with uh, John None. Williams. Or he's if like, he just says like, like watch w- the movie. Yeah. And yeah. Give me what you got and I'll, I'll give you notes if I think that you should do something. <laughs> but there should be no notes. Yeah, sure. No <laughs> notes. What do you got there?
2: Um so uh, Elmer Bernstein. Oh, Elmer
1: Bernstein, man. Elmer Bernstein's awesome. He could have easily been on here too.
2: But he also he just adapted the original soundtrack yeah. from it. So, yeah. you know, it was he was the That's composer. Good
0: that's just as hard, yeah. taking something oh, and yeah. making it sound different while keeping the all the qualities same. from it.
1: What other <laughs> like, scores did Elmer Bernstein do? I don't know if it's easy to check from, from where you are right there. Uh, yeah. But Elmer Bernstein has done a lot of really good ones. Uh, while you're looking at that up, another artist that I could have easily put on here just – I didn't put it on here because he did so many of the same types of movies was John Barry, who is famous for doing the James Bond movies. All those early James Bond movies were all done by John Barry. I think John Barry probably did the first 10 or 12 James Bond movies. Here's a question. Who did
0: uh, Kubrick? Who did... Kubrick's movies, so, especially the one with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, oh, that's, that's interesting, interesting, because great. That, that
1: music in there was really, really interesting. I'll look him up too. Uh, we, we got several phones going. We got several phones going at the same time. Dave, entertain us somehow. I'll uh, <laughs> uh, Look, guys, wide, shut up because he, well, Kubricks uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know he was wanting me to do that. I was trying to think of that Garth.
0: I was trying to think of that Garth line when when the camera's on him and he, he, he was supposed to keep the show going.
1: He's like, <laughs> feel really weird. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Cooper kind of uh, strikes me as the type of guy that would use someone different for
0: every well movie he did. Like this Clockwork one, Orange was crazy music. Talk about crazy music. Oh yeah. That movie was yeah. that m- music was grading almost at all points. So Eyes
1: Wide Shut was done by Jocelyn Pock. Uh, i P-O- o k. I've never heard okay. of him. It was great. Uh, Jocelyn, though, I think it's a female. Oh, sorry. And it's she weird hurt. that uh, a lot of composers. Can you name maybe other than Jocelyn Bach any female composers? Hmm. It just—it's strange that that's, there's not any that's female a, composers. That's on us. Yeah, we should, wh- why Because I'm is sure that? we've liked if,
2: how many. If we female had a, composers,
1: do you think there are? Do you oh, think there's man. a whole shitload? I don't know.
0: I don't. I can't name one. I, I wouldn't have been able to name that woman either. And doesn't one of the the girl? There's a woman that cuts Spielberg's movies, right? Oh, Thelma, uh,
1: yeah. yeah. And you
0: don't hear about she's, too many of them She's
1: uh, too, but uh, Thelma, God, I can't remember her name, but she was a huge uh, one. And Spielberg kept her, and she was doing stuff even after there was digital. She was like that old school. Oh, really? And I saw making a making of one of film his. Or something? Yeah, I saw making of one did, Spielberg yeah. movie. I can't remember what it was. And they showed her in the cutting room doing it, and they talk to her about how she put it together and everything. And from somebody that's never cut real film, I've only cut digitally, uh, I would think both people are in the thrilled. majority. Yeah, I would think, yeah, today, obviously. Because
0: it it's her and one other kid in New York film school right now that wants to be better. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's people
1: that are like Spencer. purists that want to do that type of stuff, but you watch somebody doing it, it's like insane how they could have done it. It,
0: it almost seems like art you'd have to learn before you'd even learn yeah. how to cut a film Visually, like you'd have to learn how to do all the steps. It's one of those things that's like you would
1: think it would be a godsend if you were an editor that you were like, oh, Oh, we don't have to do it this way anymore. You know? Well, I mean, because I know how easy it is when you have uh, audio clips and video clips, and you can put them in each individual bins, and you can drag them down to a line anytime
0: you want. The greatest thing in the world, being having edited and you doing video editing, is that back button. Yeah. Yeah, you could go back as much as you want. Yeah, and really. Back
1: in the day when you had to edit uh, stuff, you had to like rent kind of studio yeah. space to be able to go in and uh, actual places you would have to yeah. go to be able to do yeah. it. But I remember Kevin Smith talked about some of his early films with like Mallrats. He would ha- actually have to go someplace and do it. Now he's at home smoking yeah. weed and uh, editing on his own computer. And, and right. if you
0: if you cut film, yeah, if you cut a scene and you don't like it, you have to keep making prints. Yeah. Of, you probably make a bunch at the beginning but mm-hmm. if you cut a scene and you that costs a lot of money you have yeah. to have all that Wherever that film is redeveloped and yeah, and you and you like, think
1: of these movies that get remastered and everything, and those old movies that get remastered, when they go back into the files, a lot of those things are like crispy as shit, and they, they can't oh, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's why you see a it's, lot of these movies that come out, and you can, you get them as perfect as you can. Oh, it's cellulose. But there's no film way, yeah.
0: So, uh, it's a yeah. biodegradable it material down. that breaks down. Yeah, on the its second
1: own, everything so. became digital, I would have uh, went go back and re uh, uh, or like. Get the library of everyone that had film and just kind of yep. turn it You know who embraced
0: it first and biggest, I remember, was uh, Soderbergh. Yeah, When digital came out, he was like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he started it way before everybody else was doing it.
1: Huh. Yeah. Yeah, see like Quinton seems like someone that would probably still do the editing the old way, but yeah. it prob- maybe not. He anything good from uh, Elmer uh, Bernstein that you had um, right up there? I,
2: to be honest, I couldn't really find like cuz I don't I'm not even sure I know that, that name
1: is... really well.
2: He's got 255 composer yeah. credits, All these guys but get so many There's a couple ones. of uh there's a couple of bringing out, out
1: the dead, so he he's obviously done some he Scorsese does. stuff, Rainmaker, which was Oh, co- that was great. Coppola, was, yeah. Um, if you can get those guys uh, Canadian you. Bacon oh. <laughs> The Good Son The Age of Innocence Lost in Yonkers Mad Dog and Glory these are all great movies The Babe Lost in Yonkers is awesome uh, Rambling Rage in Harlem Oscar <laughs> Oscar yeah. oh my god Oscar Cheese, cheese. <laughs> uh, Funny Farm Such Greats as Leonard Part 6 Yes uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Three Ther- Amigos Ther- <laughs> <laughs> Spies Like Us Spies Like Us so had, I had a pretty oh, that damn did. good theme yeah. to that man Ghostbusters hell oh. Ghostbusters might have been his
0: big one man that uh, that first library scene, that's, right yeah. when the ghost comes, with the
2: creepy violins. Screaming.
0: Oh yeah, and they—I mean, I know it was a pop song too, mm. wrapped up in that, but the the score surrounding yeah. that
1: was America Werewolf in London," oh, "Stripes," "Airplane." This guy's done a lot of comedy stuff too. Meatballs, shitload of comedy. So, meatballs it, a comedy. I'm wondering, is he? Uh, yeah, does he say here anywhere if he's still alive? Because if he is, I would be—I uh, would be, up be up surprised there. if they don't. Uh, uh, use him for the Ghostbusters 2020, especially since Jason Reitman's doing it and he's, he's- Kind of revamping the uh, the movie as dad did, so it would be interesting. Gradually, I, I love that we're getting so close with the Ghostbusters that they're showing different actors. That I was doing research for a future uh, character actor pod we're doing, and I saw that uh, Bokeem Woodbine has already been cast in uh, Ghostbusters as one of the cops in it. So
2: he died in two thousand four. Oh, ah, damn shame, a
1: man! It. I don't know a lot of these guys. He won't we be lost. doing it then. Yeah, <laughs> they
3: yeah won't he won't. I don't.
1: I don't think Morricone. I, Part of me thinks that he died right before Hateful Eight came out. I kind of think that Quentin went up and accepted his Oscar
0: for oh. him when he, when he won for the Hateful oh, Eight. Oh, what a bummer. Win and finally win an Oscar. Yeah. Oh, and die. After all those movies, 500 movies. be like a Chardonnay or something. I mean, look, I, I just had him pulled up <laughs> on ironic. What's that? Don't you think? <laughs> How far into the song do I have to get before you? <laughs> no, Marconi's still
1: alive. What? I, I think he was still. Uh, hey, born in nineteen twenty-eight. Jesus, Jesus. So he's up there. 92? Maybe he was just. Maybe he was ill because there was part of me that really believes that Quentin went up there and accepted his ward. Yeah, because the guy can't walk. Uh, yeah, man, he's he's pretty up there. Twenty-eight. What is that? maybe he's like nine years. That's 90, 93 Yeah, yeah, he's old man, but I. Like I said, I, I love these guys. These guys don't get enough credit for what they add to these they movies. Do now. These uh, all they these us. movies. You think all those Spielberg movies that John Williams did, uh, Spielberg should would really be thanking John Williams because it they pre- would I'm not be as great as a I'm sure movie as it so. is. I mean, John Williams for sure. He's gotten a lot of accolades now that he doesn't even have to kind of uh, be nominated to uh, to do his thing. But if he's not doing in the new Star Wars, it's going to be interesting where people are going to go with that. So because there's. Some of these soundtracks and themes are imprinted in your brain, and they're not gonna change. You know. Yeah. Speaking of like Predator, when you think Predator, in the back of your head, you're doing that.
2: Yeah. I love yeah. man,
1: I love that stuff. So, I'm glad we were able to kind of give a lot of these guys their due, of, of a specific pod just to kind of celebrate these guys. Hopefully, this will get a lot of hits because we got. I don't think they get enough love like they deserve so yeah. and who knows what kind of uh, money they're getting paid to do all these stuff too i would yeah. think i would think a lot but you know. more, than, and, I'm yeah, more than i'm making yeah i'll tell you there
0: there are more and more movies that are utilizing soundtracks because yeah. they know that the artists can sell the brand of the movie sometimes yeah. better like the fast and the furious it has the composer that does a lot of the action yeah. sequences yeah. yeah but they le- they lean heavy on some of the stuff like ray Parker Jr. Yeah. Than Huey Lewis was for <coughs> us. Those cost money,
1: though, unless you're doing it with a studio that already owns that music, which is key to a lot of these That's things. True. If you're doing a, uh, a movie for Warner Brothers and they already have all those songs in their catalog, it's yeah. just pick what you want. Right. You know, I, I Ooh, love that
2: one. Oh, man, that'd
1: be so Oh, it awesome. so great. It's like when you can play a movie in the background or <laughs> like, something oh, like that. You own Death Row Records? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, really, really good. Oh, me and Justin didn't even mention that we saw it last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. Uh, and this I don't think i caught talked to... Yeah,
2: yeah, I guess it, we, uh, we, we got so this. far away from dairy, we just forgot all about <laughs> it until we got <laughs> back here. Exactly. <laughs>
0: hey, welcome to Fascinated with Films. What did you watch this week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Bright weird Bird. we didn't mention it yeah. because we watched it last week and we both loved it. It was yeah, really, really dude, good. It was super great. good. Yeah, it was everything yeah. you wanted to be. Don't talk about it. No.
1: But it was very similar to the TV version. TV version. Very similar. And they just did it better. the giant spider at the end. Uh it, no, because they even had that in
0: there. They was just, that in the book? Uh, yeah, it was in the book. Okay. and it was very they just faithful. Did a poor to the book. job in it in the original. They just didn't have. The they just money. didn't have. It was a TV yeah, movie, you yeah, know? Yeah, They, didn't, they have didn't have the John Boy is one of your main characters. It's exactly <laughs> right. So like, and uh, John Ritter. Yeah. Uh, nothing yeah. against John Ritter. I love John Ritter, but yeah. uh, he's carrying your two parts. What's uh, his, his name? Yeah. Bill Hader was. Uh, he killed it. Really, him and
1: Ziggy, Ziggy from The Wire. Oh man, killed it, man. Maria does not like that guy. He is so good from the character he created in The Wire. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, him him, and Hater because in the original the character that Ziggy I always call him Ziggy I, I don't know his name for some reason he'll always uh, be Ziggy he'll always be Ziggy to me because uh, we watched The Wire and he's very he memorable great. in that movie and he, he's done a lot of different stuff but uh he wasn't a comic relief in that original movie. If you re- remember the original movie, the character Eddie was played by the guy from uh, Breaking Away, the guy who was riding the bike. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. and he wasn't a funny character. You know, he was mm-hmm. that uh, that one whose mom was overprotective yeah. and made him think he had more health problems than he actually did. Right, and he was not a funny character at all. And they made him a funny character. I mean, getting uh, getting Ziggy to do it definitely helped, but the. The rapport that him and Hader had back yeah. and forth together so was, was really great. that yeah. to make two of those characters really funny. <laughs> well, okay. No, and I, I, I want
2: felt... him to do well. Oh, I do too. Yeah, the,
0: his his puppet routine oh with the shamanics You gotta watch his yes. order is one of the greatest comedy skits of yeah, It really is. Oh, yeah.
1: Or the uh, the Saturday Night Live oh. uh, skit where he's doing Peanuts no. on Broadway where he's oh, doing Al Pacino playing Peanuts. I'll send you the oh. I didn't see that. But he also His did Stefan. Stefan. Yeah. Stefan. Oh, Stefan yeah. yeah. He's really yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. <And> I'll, send, <laughs> yes. I'll send you both the clips of him doing the Peanuts on Broadway as uh, Al Pacino yeah. <laughs> playing oh, Charlie He does Brown. a great Pacino. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. He does a bunch <laughs> of different roles.
2: But you guys gotta watch if
1: you like or you gotta I watch Barry, man. Nothing beats Barry. It might I've, be the best thing he he's ever done. That's uh, awesome. He, not then, probably
2: Henry Henry Winkler, right? Uh, Henry Winkler. Yeah. yeah, really, really good. But uh, yeah, so
1: great. And but that, it was good. But yeah, it was. It, it's just the they got better actors. They got a better script. They yeah. got a better and the, uh, the effects digital are better effects. Now. Heavy on digital effects, but they were all really great. Yeah. I mean, there I, were I, stuff that they did that they didn't do, obviously, in that original one. That Paul Bunyan thing just coming alive. And, yeah. My and favorite is,
0: part of the first movie was when it visited each of them individually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That happened The to sequence this. that they do for those yeah. was... Always, mine. when they hung out all together, it was fine too. But yeah. I liked when the when he singled them out and yeah. tried to break them. Yeah, right. I just thought that was such. It, great. If you liked the original, I love the original, despite all its flaws. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, then you'll love this one. Yeah, because it has every it has everything great. that you would and like in it.
2: For it to be what two hours and forty five minutes yeah, long, long? Yeah. I, I didn't 45. mean, didn't seem like it. No, it didn't seem because like it was it. the same
1: and length as like Once Upon a Time. But yeah, then you uh, the, the watching that one, you still knew it was that long. Yeah, just came out last week. I go see it. Yeah, if you want to go see it, I go see it.
2: The pacing and the timing. Yeah, let me know movie. when you're free. Like, it, it just... Are there's, we're still recording. So. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's not really a point where you're like, okay, come on, hurry up, something's got to happen. Yeah. Like, it's just... Go. You yeah. know, it's re- I, I was really, really entertained. Yeah, now, by it.
1: What's his name who also is kind of underplayed in that is the Skarsgard that plays Pennywise. He he actually went on like Kimmel or or Fallon the other day and showed how he did the smile and everything. It was interesting.
0: Oh wow. But his
1: brother, you know, his father is famous at mm-hmm. Stellan Skarsgard, who we've seen for years, and his brother is Alexander Skarsgard, who's he's got a lot better uh, looking. Uh, yeah, he is. He's, <laughs> the, he's the he's true blood guy. But news I brought him up because news Sorry, broke listening. A, his, news broke with him yesterday and it probably was because of the big little lies that one that i've been talking about that yeah, i watched on hbo uh-huh. the one with nicole kidman yeah, yeah he yeah. played an abusive husband in that movie and he was scary every time he came on the scene uh, like, in a scene you like, thought he was gonna backhand like, like nicole begbie. kidman he was
0: like begbie as soon as begbie yeah it was like begbie from
1: train spotting <laughs> well they just hired alexander skarsgård to play randall flagg in the stand uh, the oh, main villain yeah. in the stand, mm-hmm. oh, and I was great. like, "That is one of the most perfect yeah, casting that I've great. seen." They also so,
2: hired uh, Whoopi Goldberg for Mother. Did they? Yeah. They yeah. hired her? Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even hear that. oh, yeah. that's, perfect. oh that's perfect. She's perfect. perfect. Yeah, familiar, yeah. She's perfect. So.
1: Uh, yeah you, you know, saw the old like uh, Mother Television no, uh, You I, I had to go
0: and see her. She was like, kind of like, led the resistance. Yeah,
1: uh, Randall Flagg is telepathically kind of drawing all the evil characters towards him to Vegas while mother abigail or uh is it mother apple it's something probably like, not but it's like something that. like that and uh she's drawing everyone all the good to yeah. i think it's like good and evil, Nebraska, or something like that and then they go against each other and, Oh, wow. Landscape. it's basically it's the ultimate good versus <laughs> evil story if i was going to put evil together i would bring it to vegas because i think it would <laughs> <Yeah.
2: well. laughs> everybody come to the <laughs> <Llamour laughs> yeah. sin but it,
1: i i can't wait to see who they individually cast yeah. in that. and I it's going to be a hulu no uh amazon and prime i think is going to be is to that is maybe it's is Hulu. No, I think it's Amazon Prime that got the rights to
0: it. So it's gonna be great. I, I quote a line from the first one a lot. What's it's that like M O O N? Oh yeah, spells cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that, that original one. Uh, Dauber. Yeah, Dauber played him.
1: That oh, was another one yes. where. That's
0: why it's so easy yeah, to go Rob redo it. It's and it, uh, Gary Shanice probably was the best. He was the, best. the biggest actor that got Although in I it. Although I like the guy. They were all From good. Quick Change, you only got four dollars hmm. when he robbed him. He played. Flag. oh yeah
1: he played randall Flagg. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah that guy but was, he was good. good he was good in it It wasn't who you thought it, liked, it was good at the time
1: when i saw it like i it liked was. it at the
0: time and then it didn't hold up
1: that's why the uh stephen king's movies all getting remade makes sense because a lot of them were tv movies and they were up yeah. to par yeah. Yeah. with yeah. what they could have been if they got great actors and they got great uh a budget for a special i effect, need to watch so. needful things again <laughs> oh so good man love it uh, I'll, I'll let you borrow it I had a copy Sweet. and they'll probably redo that too so we'll see he's he's he's, like the, bonus he's big right now yeah bonus feature yeah. <laughs> well we got some good pods coming up our next pod is going to be a biography pod uh, we're going to be talking about uh, different movies that are centered around like an individual person or a group of, uh, of people and uh, then we got <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know what they smell like, uh, not, not the real ones, just the figures. Well, that's what I meant before. We'd be
0: like, "All right, Paul, <laughs> you they smirks, smell like those Smurf berries. Do you see them? Do you see, so them, so do see them too? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think they smell like rank wine, you know. <laughs> uh, then we got a character actor pot up. We got a lot of great stuff coming up soon. So, and we'll also give uh, everyone a uh, a spoiler-free review of Free from Hell. And uh, next week we're also doing the uh, uh, Rambo and the, some some Great movies coming out, man. From here on out to the rest of the year, man, it's just this, like, is, the I, season, though, this really. is the season. This is the season where movies are coming out that we don't even know of yet. It, it's always a lot of those Oscar yeah. winners that that pop up in like
0: a November, and I'm like, what? Am, we haven't heard anything about this. They movie. Yeah. probably do a bunch of market research and it's like, we, you should come in at this date. Oh so yeah. yeah, all the Marvel well, movies are <laughs> out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> so you know that Ford versus Ferrari is
1: exactly that case. Yeah. That's going to take a lot of awards, and they were
0: smart to release it when they did. Mm. So you can't it'll be great. go against some. Then it's gonna be yeah. more like junk, wick like junk food as far as yeah, and it, not that people that, are gonna go see. Not saying that Marvel movies are junk food, but they yeah, are. and I'm not
1: saying the movies that movies that came out in uh, March cannot be nominated for Oscars, but for the most part,
0: they aren't. Yeah, you no, know? you forget about them. Yeah, you do, you forget about them. What's the? Uh, we're dragging this on way too long, but what's the uh, superhero? What's the most Oscars of superhero movies? Black, Black Panther, Black yeah. Panther. Yeah. Okay. Until the Joker, Joker will get a lot. Some of the old Supermans that don't ever win anything. <sighs>
1: they probably won special effects for yeah. back in the day,
0: and maybe because uh, they almost superhero movies really didn't get. No, it
1: didn't get a lot of recent- love. They were just cheesy, man. People yeah. like just watched them as a lark, but now it's like
2: uh, huge coming out. So uh, yeah, anytime I think of Superman, that theme song, you know, just. Put it
3: in.
2: All right. One last time I had to get it out. <laughs> it's the last, I
1: promise. Unless I end the pod. <laughs> uh, all right, so if you want to get a hold of us, you can check us out on Facebook at Fascinated with Films. You can also send us an email at films at gmail.com. You can also give us a like or a comment on SoundCloud or iTunes. Uh, we would appreciate it. But next week, yeah, next week will be a biography. So we will be back uh, next week to fill us all in about what we're going to talk about. So till then, see ya. Bye.
2: The word for today is (laughs)
0: exfoliate. (laughs) I think you made up a new word, but that works. That's all I can remember. See ya.
2: Bye. That wasn't such a charnel, was it?